there it goes. Okay. So today, my guest is Cody Littlefield. He's a tooth gym engineer. I don't know. What do you call that? Like, I don't you even just started know. doing tooth gyms. Uh, I've heard like jimmer, jeweler, <laughs> like all kinds of stuff. A bedazzler. Tooth bedazzler. He's a bedazzler of teeth. Um, a tattoo collector. And he's not Big Prairie. He's Littlefield. I don't know. There you that's, go. That's the joke, apparently. Um, all right. Anyway, let's. I've had a hundred people already ask about the tooth gym thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, what goes into it? Like, if if I want it done, what all do you need to know from me? Is it okay if I've never brushed my teeth and they're falling out? Like, what's? I mean, you can have terrible teeth. They <laughs> might stay on for like maybe a month. Right. Uh, it can't be a false tooth. It can't be like a wooden tooth, plastic tooth, a veneer. Wait, are there wooden teeth like still? Like, maybe. I mean, I know. Was it Abe Lincoln? Maybe. Okay. George Washington, somebody. George but yeah, Washington. I don't know. But yeah, it has to be an actual tooth. Uh, people's already messaged me and asked if they can put it on a veneer. It'll come off. So, so it won't work. I wonder, like, are veneers usually like porcelain or do you know? Like, Not sure. Okay. But like, what it is, the etch, the etch stuff like has to get into yeah, it the like, tooth. Yeah, the etch will like fill it in and keep stuff from like getting in it like food. Mm-hmm. The uh, second part, the bonding gel, it'll keep the gel on and food from going into that. It's weird. It's like a lot of science. Yeah. But then the <laughs> composite, it'll keep the gym on and everything around it safe. So it's not like super glue. Right. So I, th- I guess if it was super glue, I could do it on a veneer. But I'm not going to try it. And the super glue like <laughs> melt through. <laughs> yeah. Super glue some of those veneers and get yeah. sued. And a lot of people ask that too. Like, oh, it's just super glue. So like. Right. So can I just do it myself? Yeah. No. Yeah. It'll fuck your tooth up. Yeah. Well, also the etch, like I would assume, I, I didn't really read up too much on it. But from what I know about what the dentist does, like I always tell people that I explain it like it's like getting braces. Like yeah. they put a special fucking shit that I believe does a, a little bit of like texture to your tooth too right like mm-hmm. that's what the, okay yeah so there's uh two different ones it's like a bracket paste and that'll keep it on for a little bit but like say you like a chip and it like hits it it could break that little bracket paste off so i have like a gel so it like forms around it more mm-hmm. and it's like a little bit more solid and sturdy than a bracket paste okay so it's all like it's not going to mess your mouth up like unless right. It's brandy. Yeah, I guess. Like, unless, yeah. Unless so if you have to everything, that's another like, thing. If you if you have like really bad like sensitivity, yeah. I probably wouldn't do it per se. But like, right, it depends. Like I mean, like piercings, you can get like a belly button piercing, and it'll like reject sometimes. So I guess it just depends on the person. Yeah, I feel like it's really similar to uh, a piercing. Like as mm-hmm. far as, but the thing is, like, you're not going, you're not drawing blood, you're not going into any of that. You're not. It doesn't hurt. Oh, it's um, painless. Yeah. yeah, the the light might get a little warm, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this light is so warm. Omg, it's like yeah. being in the sun. <laughs> like I felt bad, like when Brandy was like, "Oh, mine's getting irritated." I was like, "I haven't had one do that right. yet." So, well, good learning curve, I guess. Everything but... that's ever been like attached to her body, period, mm-hmm. always has an issue. Like she gets like she has to have like good gold. She can't have like fucking surgical still as a piercing. She, that mm-hmm. shit will reject. It'll like blow up. She'll have a huge. One time she got her lip pierced, her whole face was like swollen as fuck. It was weird. See, that's how I am with my ears. It was like whatever jewelry they use when they pierce my ears, they, it got like swollen. Yeah. Surgical still worked. And then I got my lobe re-pierced like two weeks ago and my whole ear looked ashy. Like it looked <laughs> like eczema. And my sister was like, yeah, you just need to get something else and put it in there. So Yeah, like a different metal. Yeah. And that was like, this is like her skin sensitive, her mouth sensitive, you know, all that. But it's like, it's not even that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's just it rubs and it's irritating her. And we both think she'll probably get used to it. But let's say hypothetically somebody runs into something like that. Like you can just go to the dentist and get a cleaning and they'll take it off, right? Yeah, like, it, they can get it popped off. It doesn't mess your enamel up. Now, if you take it off yourself, 
it could mess it up. Like, right. If you came to me and said, take it off, all I want to do is get a string and, like, go behind yeah, it and pop like, it off. Yeah, it. And then it's going to ruin your enamel. So, right. I mean, I'll do it, but I don't want to do it. I want to Yeah, it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But, yeah. Uh, another thing, you can't buy your own jewelry and bring it to me. So, yeah. What, so, what kind of shit would people try to bring? I'm fake gold. Like okay. a pendant that came off a necklace. Oh, uh, gotcha. An actual diamond. So... <laughs> Yeah, it won't work. Like, like you need the backing to be right. Yeah, right? I need the backing to be flat, and then I need it to be lead-free. That's another thing. So if you put lead in your mouth, you're going to get lead poisoning. So you can't do that either. <laughs> I can't imagine. I've had so people many... message me about that too. So Like, can I bring this? Uh, I got it. It's my dad's bullet that he killed a guy with. And uh, it was lead. Is that cool? Like, yeah, no, it, not happening. Don't, don't eat that. Like, I know y'all go probably through a lot of messages too. Like, hey, like, how much does this cost? Can I do this? Oh, like, no. You want to hear the trick that we have? So Instagram, we kind of make it like we don't make it clear, but I'm gonna do an auto response soon. Mm-hmm. But we don't really get a lot of Instagram messages. But Facebook, we made it where you can't message us. Okay. Like so, we used to it used to be like call the phone. Well, we made our phone where it answers after one ring and it tells you all the information everybody calls to ask, and then refers you to our Facebook or our websites or our Instagrams or whatever mm-hmm. for more information. Yeah. Um, like, we're trying to automate things and, and make it, like, a little easier. for. Basically, Bailey was answering the phone all the time. Then when she started tattooing, it's like, do we hire somebody? Nah, fuck that shit. Everybody's yeah. so busy. Like, it works to just do that. And then if we're not busy, like, yeah, feel free to answer the phone first ring. Like, just go. Broop. But we're trying to step into a direction where all the things that are stupid questions don't actually make it. Weed to them people. out. Yeah. yeah, I know it sounds really like really bad business at, at first, and then you realize like, on an average day when we had Facebook Messenger, we would get over fifty fucking messages asking shop minimum, do you tattoo minors, uh, how much are this that and that piercings, how much for a sleeve, how much for a sleeve, and we're like we don't do piercings, we don't tattoo minors, you can't price a sleeve over fucking Facebook. It's hard to price a fucking sleeve in person when and I'm tattooing you. People found out, like, I know you and, like, Jason and, like, McKenna worked at uh, Central. They'll be like, oh, Cody, like, how much do you think they charge for, like, this little <laughs> wolf head? And I'm like, I-, I don't know. Like, it depends. Like, plus it depends on the artist. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're, like, darker skin, it might be, like, a different style. They have to go into it, more ink, right. everything. So, like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. They're like, yeah. well, how much yours cost? I'm like, it's different. Like, yeah. it depends. So, I charge, yeah. I charge people the same amount for, like, we, we base it all off time. But the mm-hmm. thing is, like, okay, let's say hypothetically I wanted to say, well, since your skin is, like, kind of a caramel, I can, not yours, but, like, a yeah. client, like, yours is pale as fuck, mm-hmm. but, which is great for me. I love pale skin. But, like, let's say somebody comes in with, like, a nice, like, medium, like, Jason's skin, like, yeah. just, like, a Puerto Rican dude or whatever. And I go, since your skin's a little darker than mine, I actually won't take that long. So you're probably looking at, say, 300 bucks. And then I told a white dude an hour later the same tattoo would be five. Yeah, like shading and shit. Right. Like different. People wouldn't understand what I'm doing and it would be considered like racial discrimination or something. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like we really base it off any of that shit anyway. It's really just how long does this take me? That's how much you pay me for. But I don't go by the exact hour. I have blocks. Like I have a minimum that mm-hmm. gets you four hours or up to four hours. Uh, and then I have a second stage that's usually what people are getting. You know, like your whole forearm is going to take me more than four hours most of the time. Right. And then I have a full day rate, and that's all I charge. There's like these huge jumps, and everybody's just kind of gotten to where it's like you got to be cool with it. I mean, I like mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? But for the tooth gem thing, it, that's easy to like set a like flat rate for yeah. the service, mm-hmm. and then they pay for the jewelry. Like, how, like, yeah, it's it's pretty much like uh, I know you and me talked about pricing, like what we wanted to do. So it's 
80 for the first initial one. Right. And that's the basic crystal. They're not diamonds. Like, that's right. another thing. Uh, diamonds don't shine, like, as good as a crystal. Yeah. So, it's crystals, and then uh, it's Swarovski, Swarovski. I can't yeah, I talk can't Russian, but... Swarovski. Swarovski. Starts with an S. It's Swarovski. Somewhere around there. But, uh, yeah, those and the birthstone ones, 80 for the first, and I would say 40 for the second, and then anything after that, 20. Like, on the same person. Like, not like you can't bring your friend in and get the other one for 40. It has to be, like, in your mouth. So, that's the prices just starting off. Then gold varies on what you want. If it's 18 karat, 24 karat, uh, that's pretty much it. Like, Like, okay, when you're selling the, like, let's say I want the the gold, um, Mm -hmm. and you order it for the person ahead of time, charge them up front for Mm -hmm. the, and you just tell them, like, this is what it costs. That's, yeah. And then the additional 80 to put it on, basically. Yeah, and the people I'm ordering it through right now, it's, like, complicated. Like, yeah. it, everything's backordered because of the virus. So right. gold is, like, appointment only. Like, yeah. I'll tell you, like, you have to pay, like, X amount. Like, so 60, that's, like, the deposit for the gold. Right. And then once it comes in, I'll let you know. It takes a week, so. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about that. Like, usually I think everything fucking comes in in less than a week. And now, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I ordered some shit the other day. That it took two weeks to ship. Like, it hadn't even fucking hit shipping for two weeks. And I was like, can you guys explain this? It's in America. They were like, well, we just went to a different structure because we don't have people. Like, they had a bunch of people quit for unemployment's sake. Or, like, like I guess they closed for a little while and these people are still unemployed. So, so rather than shipping every day, they ship every two weeks. Yeah. So I ordered the day after they had shipped. Like, right before the virus, I ordered some more crystals to play around with just to see, like, what stuck better. Yeah. They came in in two days. Oh, that's, And then that's I awesome. ordered some two weeks ago, and it took exactly, like, eight days to come in. So right. it varies, but... Well, I want to do... I think I want to do the, the Rolex crown thing, but, mm-hmm. like, when I told Brandy about it, the look on her face was, like, the look that... If... She told me to talk you out of the swords. Don't... Yeah. She said... I like the swords, too, though. I think they look cool, though, yeah. so I'm not going to talk you out of it. I was it, like, I'm a fucking pirate, bitch. Her face was like, just this, he likes the swords. I was like, the swords look cool, though. And then she kind of was like, fuck, he's not going <laughs> to talk him out of it. I think the Rolex crown is cool. Yeah. I well, think the gold, what was it, the triangle? Yeah, the, so yeah. the thing that I wanted was a gold triangle with a fucking diamond in it, though, and the diamond's like, I'm not putting a hundred and something into something that I have a feeling will fall out pretty quick because mm-hmm. I fucking go hard. I mean, I don't think quick, but, like, a year mm-hmm. is fine. I would love it if, I, if it stayed for a year, but I have to go to the dentist a lot. They're going to fucking talk me into taking it off or something, and then uh, I can keep it, or I'll be brushing my teeth. It'll fucking slide off. I'll swallow it, and then I'll shit gold, which would be hilarious. It's different for everybody. Like, some stay on for three years, four yeah. years, and then some fall off in, like, a month. It just depends yeah. how you are. Like, if you drink a lot of alcohol, that's going to, like, mess it up, too. It's going to, like, kind of burn the shit away. That makes so. sense. Mary Lee, like, I mean, she doesn't drink excessively, but mm-hmm. she drinks uh, like a normal person. I don't know. Casual. Um, yeah. And she had one that lasted at least a year. I want to say two years. Like, mm-hmm. it was in there for a while. It was a little gold star, and it was fucking perfect. Like, it stayed forever. And I remember the, like, I can't remember the exact price, but I feel like it was, like, 200 bucks or something at a fucking convention. Like, Tooth Candy or somebody. Yeah, they mark every, Tooth Candy marks a lot of stuff. Like, right. No offense to Tooth Candy. If no, I mean, that's, like, that's Plus, they're in California, I think. Right. So, everything's more expensive there. Right. So, so, when they go to Texas to a convention, and it's, They're like, like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. we're going to charge the same. Um... But yeah, I, I don't know. I, so I had a bunch of people ask me about when we're going to start doing piercings and all that. And I was like, I just don't know shit about it. And there's like all these safety risks that come with it. This is something that we can do at either shop that mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the liabilities. I'm not worried about somebody fucking, you know, getting hurt or whatever. Like, But with piercings, it's like if I don't know my shit, I can't confidently tell somebody, 
everybody here is doing it exactly how I want them to. It's fucking perfectly safe. Which with tattooing, I can tell you exactly what everybody's doing. That we're safe as fuck. Yeah. I feel like I could tell you. I think that somebody's relatively safe by watching them do a piercing because right. it's like some <laughs> things apply. But we had a guy. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how often you talk to Jason, but he tell you somebody often, yeah. st- stopped by the other day to ask for a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh. And I asked Jason, this is how I do shit. And it's funny. He he knows how I do it. But I was like, hey, should I hire him? And he was like, I mean, that's not really my place to, you know. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, all right, cool. That's He's an nice. Yeah. yeah. He, he's nice about it. Yeah. No. He, but the thing is, like, I I feel like even if you the best person in the world walks in, I don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, I know reviews and I know, like certifications and shit like i know you got all these certifications well that's great but i also know some of that can be bullshit so Mm -hmm. i'm fucking like i'm still kind of studying a little bit of the piercing stuff just in case eventually i can work something out yeah but i don't know man like yeah somebody comes in with like a swollen one you're like man it's not infected right infected i don't know i'm not the piercing it looks infected ask but you could be allergic to fucking stainless steel i don't you know you could be Mm -hmm. alert what did you put in it oh you brought your own jewelry yeah, we weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Well, yeah, the gems, it's quick, painless, 15, 20 minutes tops. Right. Uh, it just depends on the person, too, if they move around a lot, like the cotton in their mouth, if they, like, yeah. move their lip around or try to talk, and I'm like, fuck, now i got to redo it. So right. Stuff like that. But if you get two done, like your incisor and a canine, mm. you're looking at maybe 20 minutes right. tops. So. And so the same amount of time as a piercing, basically, like mm-hmm. – uh, same general appeal in my i think it's cooler to have a fucking tooth gym than a piercing just because everybody has piercings like i don't see a lot of tooth gyms around here but that's i mean i guess everyone was going to the city when i was in high school and getting them oh really and then i think it was like a little place in the mall too oh so it was probably super glue like it probably wasn't legit but uh yeah the past few conventions i went to i've seen them everywhere like they're starting to make a pretty big comeback so well what you could do is you'd probably fucking set it up at the mall i mean you could uh, that place is going under. Yeah, no, I know, but, well, yeah, not the mall here. Yeah, that's right. Do you? How long do you think the mall has left? I'll say two years. Like I think somebody's got to buy it and then remodel it. Is the I say level it and then make it like the outlets in the city. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be the best thing I think. But yeah, I mean, like the place shuts down, everybody else has to pick up rent. So yeah, not everything's shutting down. So now rent's going to be like out the ass. Yeah, so I don't that's see the thing that I think is fucking stupid about a mall. They do a lot of things where you get your rent adjusted, and it's like, okay, you lease a place like this. It's not my problem if my landlord has a bad month and a bunch of people fucking move out. It's his problem, and he can, you know, he can go talk to the realtor and be like, hey, should we drop it down? Is there, like, a thing where you can push my properties if I pay you extra? Like, how mm-hmm. do we fucking feel these things? And his fucking realtor can help him. But at the mall, it's like, oh, your rent's fucking 12000 a month? Now it's 14. Yeah. And like, they don't give a fuck either. Right. But that's that's fucking horrible business. That's why it's going out of business. Like, the like, kiosk, I think a single kiosk is, like, 12 grand. Or not 12 grand. 1,200 a month. Oh, okay. And I was going to say, 12 uh, grand for that mall is crazy. <laughs> like, the little seasonal ones. I heard mm-hmm. one was, like, 2,600. So. Yeah, I could see that. Like, the, the what's the meat one with meat and cheese? Uh, Something Hillshire Farm. Farms. Yeah, Hillshire Farm. I could see that motherfucker being, like. Tax. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, just because they know they're going to make it. But that's fucked up. It's, like, the same thing with, like, commercial power. Like, if you have uh, – we sound echoey today. If you have power at your house, it's a different price per kilowatt hour than at a commercial property. Mm-hmm. Like, just because they go, oh, well, your house is where you live to survive. Your business, you're making money, so we want to take more of that. Like, I don't fucking – it's not like the electricity is a different thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know, like, the theater, they're, like, on a percentage base. Right. So we're different. Like, our contract's different from everybody else. So I'm not sure if, like, the mall goes under, if we can stay open. Because, like, in Texas, there's a mall that's completely abandoned, but there's uh-huh. a brand-new theater. Yeah, there's like, right in the middle. Also, one like that, I don't think it's still there, but in Oklahoma City, whatever mall, maybe it was Penn Square. Crossroads, I Crossroads. Think. Whatever mall went out, the movie theater stayed for, like, a year. Yeah, and they moved them now, like, I think, Caddy Corner. Like they're Yeah, yeah there's, like, a movie theater that's just separated from it. It's its own thing now. But... Okay, so the movie theater is like for sure trying to come back, or I thought it was out. It, out. Everything keeps getting pushed back. Like they'll say, like just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. they'll <laughs> say like August first, now August twentieth, now yeah. like September first. So, yeah, we're not sure. Okay, but it's not like because okay, I went to the mall the other day and I didn't realize they close at fucking seven, which is like yeah, everything's at seven now. It's yeah. weird. But we were going in. I forgot what we were going for, but. I saw the thing on there and it said like, "Hey, temporarily closed or whatever." And I was like, "I thought that place fucking went out of business. I didn't even know." Like, yeah. As of now, it's like we'll come back one day. On it. Okay. <laughs> so, so keep holding out. Um, and then the, okay, the Patriot. I would assume everything's gonna see. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I hate AMC. Open the, I like AMC because I got that pass. Shit saves me so much money. It'll go out of business. Well, that or was they'll, my question, or they'll like, switch the plan. I think like yeah. Which one is which one do you have? The movie premiere. It's twenty dollars a month. I get to see three movies a week. Uh, me and Brandy each, and then um, if you do it right, you pretty much never pay for a movie, and mm-hmm. then you get an automatic upgrade on like drinks and shit. But you don't get any of that shit for free. It's like if you. It, it's not like it costs them more money. To is it through fucking... AMC or is it through somebody else? Yeah, it's AMC know, uh, Stubbs or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, right? Stubbs. Uh, I know there was a one called Movie Movie Club or some uh-huh. shit, and they were twenty bucks a month, and it was unlimited movies. Then they were like, no, now it's like five a week. Now it's three a week. And I mean, it's five like, a week still a fuckload. It's of movies. a lot. Yeah. Then they were like, yeah, we went bankrupt. Like we can't right. do it no more. So <laughs> hopefully AMC goes bankrupt and they close down too. Like I, <laughs> I worked for them. I'm not a fan of them. Well, but. my thing with that is like, okay, that building, that building cannot not be a movie theater. Like I can't think of anything. So let's say AMC goes under. I don't give a fuck who puts a theater there, but that building's like, you know how much it would cost to renovate it to make it anything else. The way it's set up, yeah. Like yeah, the car mic, the, or the one that was a car mic, then it turned into an AMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 8, I think. The one by Wayne's yeah. layout on 67th. They can, like, probably gut it. Yeah, you could gut that and make it a big Ross. Yeah, some shit. Right. But, like, the way the other one's set up, it's it's made to be a theater. Sorry, that's a person that's here. So that, oh, locked y'all in. Cool. Uh, I forgot to turn my ringer off. Um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know, man. Like, I just want to fucking go to the theater, and I was going to go to, like, Vasca, and s- there's nothing, man. They're, like, the guy's, like, a horror freak, so he likes to play old horror movies. Yeah, and he's like playing, like, a bunch of, like, 80s, 90s movies, right. which is and cool, I guess. But I It's mean. a good idea. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just not for me. Like, not shit. Yeah. Like, if they did, like, Back to the Future or something, I might take the kids to see that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I'm not going to fucking go to a movie theater without the kids if it's the Vasca. Like, I'm not taking Brandy to a Vasca and be like, hey, you want to get <laughs> fucking tetanus? Hell yeah. It's cool, though. I mean, it's oh it's cool i like the vibe it has the old school vibe yeah. but yeah it sucks without new movies though well i feel like they could probably i don't know how you'd go about it but if they could get the seats keep the seats but get them reupholstered or you got those retro fucking mm-hmm. seats and maybe reupholster them with like leather it'd be expensive as fuck but it'd like be so he cool. tried to get seats from amc whenever oh, they really? were the car mic uh-huh. like the one we were just talking about that shut yeah. down and they were like no you can't have them and then they were like well he's like what are you gonna do with them they're like throw them away in this dumpster they took a box knife and cut every single one of them open in that dumpster so nobody could take them and use them. They were like, fuck these seats. We'll just take them to the dump. 
what the fuck? Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's, and that's another reason. Yeah, that's another reason why I'm like fucking. Well, I mean, that might not be corporate. That might be just a dickhead manager. I don't know, but like that's fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. that's the same. Okay, here's what I do with massage tables. We go through a lot. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so Brandy's a massage therapist. She's got a lot of friends that are massage therapists. At the flat a, tables or like the chairs you sit in? The like, flat ones. Okay. Yeah. Those are sketchy. Um, no, I love that. As a big guy, they're sketchy. Nah, like, no, no, no. That's all I tattooed like, The last time you tattooed me, like I was like, yeah. man, if I even move the wrong way, I'm no, hitting the floor. No, you're fine. <laughs> Dude, I've tattooed guys that like weigh like 500 pounds. It gets a little crinkly there. But like if you're like a normal like chubby, not like fucking huge, you're fine. Like anyway, we go through a ton. So people will sit on it and have a fucking keychain they forgot about, stab it, cut a hole in it. And like they're not very expensive. So rather than patching it, I just fucking give it to somebody i go hey you're a massage therapist you don't deal with blood you can put some tape over this bitch you're gonna have a warmer and then sheets and all that shit here you go and we give them away and we'll we had three in our front yard for like a month we can't give these motherfuckers away to people that say they need them like there's a waiter that works at uh, texas roadhouse and every time i go in there he's like man i'm gonna get back into massage and as soon as i can just get myself a table i was like dude like hit me up on instagram next time we get rid of one i'll let you know it was in front of my house for a month. I was like, all you got to do is swing by and pick it up, man. And then Brandy ate there and told him about it. We had, we literally had three just sitting out front for a while. So can you not use them because of like the blood and shit? Yeah. I mean, okay. you can legally, you can patch them. Um, I don't fucking approve of that. <laughs> I think it's best to just, if it was a fucking, you know, $1,200 tatsole chair, I understand. Like, yeah, you're yeah. going to need to patch it up. Do whatever you got to do. And then also we're still covering it every time. But when we cover it, then we uncover it and wipe it down. Nothing should get under that covering. So it should be safe. But like where the tape or patch or whatever is, I'm always nervous about that shit. So if it's not like a paint on, I'm real weird about it. But I mean, that being said, I had a tatsel chair that somebody fucking sliced up real bad. And I like I didn't have a lot of options. And that's what I did. But I covered it with saran wrap, and then I would put a drape over it just in case that drape tears. There's mm-hmm. no way anything is getting in there. And then if something did get in there, there's no way it's coming back out. But those are things you got to think about in tattooing that you really don't have to in massage. Like the cups, you have to think about that. Um, anything like that in massage you might have to worry about, like if it touches a person's skin. But they have a fucking warmer and then a sheet, and then you're not bleeding. So yeah. it's not a big deal. But the point is, like, I give away shit like that because I, I think, you know, that helps people do their businesses. Like, I don't, If they want it. Right. Yeah. But my thing is, if you're AMC, why the fuck do you care if the Vasca has new chairs or not? They're like, dicks. Every, like, I mean, there's some cool, I met some cool people at AMC, but like every, everybody higher up that I talked right. to, I met, like we had a falling out. Yeah. I don't get too deep into it, but like, fuck everybody. At the, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of AMC. They just do like shady shit, I guess. Yeah. But I can see that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, business is business and i don't know who's in charge of that shit but i know a lot of people just go well i gotta do whatever i gotta do to make money it's like you really don't though you know the best way to make a fuckload of money treat everybody really fucking good and charge them a fair rate and then you'll make a fuckload of money in your lifetime not near as much in the year 2020 but a fuckload before you die yeah like that's how i look at shit like we try to do everything that way at both shops like we're not trying to fucking you know the thing where you walk in a tattoo shop and they're like what do you want like i fucking hate that like, we both usually have headphones on and I'm high as fuck, but we'll try. We'll be like, hey, what can I do for you? Like, do y'all, like, just rip a picture? Like, have y'all done that or do y'all try to not to do that? Like, just rip a picture offline and just trace it and be like, you're getting exactly what we just like, got off of Google. Like, of a tattoo? Yeah, or? like a picture, oh, like no, Google no, no, images. No, y'all try to, like, customize it yeah. and shit. But let's say somebody wants a St. Michael statue. Yeah, that's it's the statue. I'm not Michelangelo, bitch. I'm going to definitely do yeah. a St. Michael statue. If you want a 
like, okay, let's say you want that, uh, the pocket watch with yeah. date under it or whatever, and there's like a rose behind it. So one thing that happened all the time when I first got into tattooing, there was one tattoo. I'm not going to get you a contact high, right? You'll be all right. You're fine. There's one tattoo that I think quite literally came in every day. People would bring it in, a print off, and say, I want this exactly like this. And it was a skull with a rosary that like drapes in front yep. of it and a rose and a butterfly on the skull. And it looks 3D as fuck because they yep. had a drop shadow and people love that shit. So I would assemble a version of it. I'd be like, all right, I'll use a realistic skull picture that I have. I have a f few reference skulls. I take pictures myself. That way they're not something you could rip off the internet. And then I'll get a rose. Usually I try to go to like gardens when I can. It's been a while, but I'll take 500 pictures at a fucking rose garden. Like we went to one in Portland. I, I think I took like 1,200 pictures. <laughs> like I'm good to go. You know, I got roses. So we would do that. And then I take the rose and I do that. And then I draw the the uh, rosary that way I can get the drop shadow right and get all this shit and the clients are always like well that kind of looks like it but I want it to look exactly like it and I'm like that's not what I do I lost like so much business yeah. yeah and I needed money at that time too this is Wichita Falls back when I was not fucking booked like I was like whatever walks in I gotta do it and I still refuse to just trace a tattoo and do it that being said there are the occasional things where people come in and they're like hey I just want this infinity symbol with faith in it and I'm like well, it's easier to just fucking trace it and straighten it up yeah. and make it better. I'll redraw faith nicer or whatever. But, I mean, there's, like, some stuff I guess I get I hit a gray area on, mm -hmm. especially since the iPad came out. If I'm doing walk-ins, it's yeah. like, <laughs> But, yeah, if you want a fucking tattoo that requires any kind of design skills or whatever, you're paying for my design. Like, you're – like, that's that's what I'm selling. I'm selling you the, the way I tattoo it, safety – a friendly fucking attitude and a design that's not identical to the guy down the road. Like, that's that's all you're here for. Like, that's people want to fucking fly in to get a tattoo ever if you were just pulling it off the internet. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, that's not true because you can Photoshop the shit out of it and they'd be like, hell yeah. Just <laughs> edit it just a little bit. No, yeah. Not a little bit. These motherfuckers are going hard. I, You know the thing where uh, gay preachers that are closeted hate gay people and they always preach about how it's a sin to be a homo and then they smoke meth and fuck dudes in the butt? Yeah. I always feel like people are going to think that about me because I hate the Photoshop shit so much that, like, now there's nothing wrong, and I defend these guys all the time. One of my friends does this shit. He'll take a picture of a large-scale tattoo, and it'll be red as fuck in one area because he just finished, and down here it's, like, calm, and he'll go in the saturation tool on, okay. and he'll yeah. just desaturate it by, like, 5%. That's all he does. It does make the photo look better. It doesn't make anything different about the tattoo. I don't even do that because that scares the shit out of me because I think that's like when Cheating. you – Yeah. Well, also, man, I I already – like I take shitty pictures, <laughs> but I do good tattoos. And I learned there's something to that. Like people seeing it in person and going, wow, that's even better. Like I've seen his Instagram and shit. That's pretty good, but this is way better. Like that's what I want. And that's – the problem with that is that doesn't get you global reach. Like these guys in Russia that are fucking super Photoshopping, I know all their names because their shit looks dope. But I don't know what their tattoos actually look like at all <laughs> so like i mean i want to like name drop somebody but that uh he does like really good color tattoos i think he's in texas like acosta oh yeah photoshop that's all photoshop i mean his tattoos are good but, but they're, they're not like that in person no. okay especially because that looks like hyper crazy uh -huh. realistic so i went to a seminar uh where he taught and he said <laughs> he goes okay so first off i know some of you guys are going to be on me about this there's a difference between adjusting a photo and editing a photo and i was like Okay, I'm listening. This motherfucker goes, here's what I do. I pull all the saturation, the fucking light, everything all the way to the left, all the way down. 
and then I look at it and I slide them until it looks how I remember it looking when I tattooed it. And I was like, okay, so you remember your shit glowing? Like glow in the dark fucking tattoos? it looks like neon. Like, yeah, it and looks in like real life, glows. if he does three sessions on one, it looks dope. Uh, first session, second session, it looks okay. I mean, I, like, he's a better artist than me. I'm not at all saying, like, fuck that dude, he sucks. Yeah. It's just he legitimately believes that there's nothing wrong with that. And to some people, they probably agree. Like, his clients might agree. I don't fucking know. I just would never get tattooed by him because it makes me nervous. I don't know what it's going to look like. Like, I don't know what quality he produces. Yeah, like... Same thing with the Tooth Gym shit. Like, if you look at on Instagram and just type in, like, Tooth Gym, it'll yeah. pull up, like, 50 different ones. Right. They're at, like, 99% photoshopped. Because <sighs> I was like, how the fuck They have, fuck like, an they... extra twinkle on them. Yeah, I'm like, how are they getting these fucking pictures? Because, like, I just use flash and zoom yeah. in, portrait mode. Yeah. And I was like, man, what the fuck? So I messaged one, and I was like, hey, what do you do for your pictures? And she was like, well... I do a seminar, it's like two grand, and like I'll teach you how to do it. And I'm like, nah, fuck teach that. Teach you how to take a picture of a tooth? Like just the tooth gym in general. Oh, and she was okay. like, and then that we is in there. Yeah, that. that's in there too. I was like, well, I'm not paying you two grand. I also want to know how you get your pictures then. Right. She was like, just download this app on your phone. I forgot what it was. She's like, and it makes all the teeth super white. It makes the gym like, boom. Like, yeah. it's there. And I Which, was like, well, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and the, but that's, I agree you shouldn't, but that's not quite the same as. I'm going to permanently change half your fucking arm. Right. And then I'm going to make you think that it's going to be this glowing neon thing. And then I'm going to give you a dull, regular, bland, like, nice design, flat tattoo. But the thing is, like, he focuses, and a lot of guys do, on getting the picture right through the whole tattoo. I know, guys, I've talked to guys that are like, no, so it's all about, like, the, you know, that high contrast look. If you just whip it out real quick, you can smooth all that shit out in Photoshop before you post it. I'm like, okay, so you just said if you do it this way, it's easier to Photoshop. Like, I'll walk through it and make sure I didn't yeah. misunderstand. So you're saying if you tattoo this way and then you Photoshop it, it looks better than if you tattoo the way I tattoo and then you Photoshop it. And they're like, yeah, it's basically like you want that best fucking Instagram. You want that Instagram photo top notch. So the best result is going to be this style of tattoo. And I'm like, what does it look like in person? I don't make money in person. I was like, yeah, you do though. Yeah, the hill like picture. Whole point. Yeah, yeah <laughs> these guys, everybody's flying in. Like these, I mean. So what do you day. do for your pictures? Do you like just turn the flash on, light, the, take a I, picture? I go outside a lot at thirty-two. Here, I'll turn all the lights off and I'll like put a lamp like way back in the corner. Yeah. And a lot of times, I use paper towels to like block the light so it doesn't have glare. And I just take a shitload and I pick my favorite. And a lot of times, I'll do a tattoo I love and only get bad pictures. And I don't even post a picture of the tattoo because it's like fuck (laughs) but the thing is like i'm not i don't know i'm not in the business of instagramming i'm in the business of doing tattoos but i understand i do need to focus on mating yeah Yeah, you need a good picture because like half my business really does come from the internet it's not like it's all walk around people but i mean my most recent one that blew my mind this guy's fucking flying out from california to get tattooed by me in oklahoma doesn't make any fucking sense i was like that's black and gray mecca out there dog you got plenty of fucking people that's a lot of people but he met a guy I tattooed, and the guy just spoke highly of me. And the guy's rich, like the guy that's flying out is rich as fuck. He doesn't care about the extra, you know, two thousand or whatever to travel out. He just wants the tattoo the way that guy got it, not just the way it looks. Like he liked the work, but apparently there was something else. And the guy talked about me in a way that he was just like, "Fuck it, I'll go to your guy." And he's like, "Well, my guy's in Oklahoma." He's like, Psh, "I ain't scared." <laughs> like I guess he owns like a fucking franchise restaurant or some shit. I don't know. Uh, I got tattooed at uh, Revolt Tattoos in Vegas by sausage from oh yeah you told me about that and i was laying down getting my tattoo and this guy walks in he's like brock lesnar swole yeah takes his shirt off he's wearing like an expensive ass suit 
takes his shirt off, lays down. He has like a little lockbox on Joey Hamilton, also from Ink Master. Yeah. Puts his sunglasses, watch. He's taking off like a Rolex ring. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this dude has money. He sits down there tattooing him. He's like, oh yeah, my name's Brendan. My mom types in like on her phone, like Brendan, Las Vegas. She's like, hey, the Brendan Theater you went to to watch a movie, he owns it. <laughs> and his grandpa owns the Chinese theater in like California. Oh, and like shit. his net worth at the time was like 28 million. Holy and he was fuck. getting like a whole sleeve done by Joey. And Joey's yeah. like, yeah, I did his back, his arm. And he's like, what are you getting? And I was like, a star. Like a little star. <laughs> a like, little you can, star. You can pay I, for it if you want I, to. I Shit, but, yeah, yeah, I was um, like, man, he dropped like a lot of cash. Yeah. Too. And getting those clients, like places like Vegas are good for that. And I bet if you ask those guys, hey, where where does the actual money come from? Like if let's just focus on money, not try to be a good artist, try to be honest, whatever. Where does the actual money come from? I bet those guys would tell you it was a referral of a referral of a referral that led me to the fucking dude that owns that theater that gets tattoos. And then once that guy likes you, he tells everybody and everybody listens. Mm -hmm. So getting him to like you as an artist and a person and trust you and believe you, I personally think is more valuable than getting fucking 200,000 Instagram followers. Also, I was discussing those with Brandy. (laughs) I was like, here's what you do. If I wanted to, I could train my dog to get the newspaper and then put my fucking sandals on and walk around the house. And make a hundred videos and I could regurgitate those hundred videos over and over on the same Instagram because once I go, like if I post one every two days and I have a hundred, 200 days later you see the same one. That's not going to be the same people. It's going to still show up on the fucking popular page. Yeah. I would have tons of pictures. Even if that's just something I do in addition to my tattoos, people would then think my tattoos are better because I have fucking a billion followers or whatever, which is not fair in my opinion. But they would probably also actually like my pictures and what brought that up is I know a guy that I mean, he's really good, too. He's really good at tattooing. I went and looked, and I was like, damn, he's got a fuckload more followers than I would have figured. Like, I figured, you know, 20K or something? Yeah. I went and looked. It was a lot more than that. And then I went and looked at the likes, and it's like 40, 45, 40, 42, 43, 40. And I was like, 40, unless something's broken in the algorithm, I don't think is coming from having over 80,000 or whatever the fucking followers he had. That sounds like you got 1,200. But the other thing is, like, Sarah and I talk about this all the time. She'll go through phases where she's like, man, nobody sees my shit or whatever. I'm like, it's algorithm thing now? Like, it used to be hashtags and time. But if Sarah and I compare our accounts proportionally to the number of followers we have, she gets more likes. Like, if like for every 1,000, that's the, the metric I use. Or I know I did for every 100. For every 100, you get, let's say for every 100, I get two. Yeah. For every 100, she'll get five. Like, huge difference. And I was like, that's better. I would rather that if, because that means people actually fucking see it. I don't even know who sees mine because I don't post that frequently. Now she's kind of the same way. She's like, fuck, I'll post on Wednesday. <laughs> like, right. she, But the thing is, we all get fucking worn out on it. And I mean, it's fucking Instagram. Like, it's, I, I used to be obsessed with it. Like, I'm not saying I've never fucking gone through that. There's a reason I have, I think it's like 16 and a half follow a thousand followers something like that Mm -hmm. there's a reason i have that that's because i fucking pushed it to get to the thousand mark and then i pushed it to get to the fucking ten thousand mark after that i was like uh fuck it um but what i did was i went and liked everybody's fucking pictures i used every fucking hot hashtag i used a like bot for a while that would go like pictures for me so just like the one i remember the most is hashtag andrew needs a gold tooth yeah that was on everything Mm -hmm. for like the longest and now i mean I, I kind of switched it up and started doing, like, AP tattoo art on a lot of shit. Now I don't even really use hashtags that much. I don't think people do hashtag searches that much anymore. But what it also does is it'll optimize your shit on Google if you do it right. Like, Andrew needs a gold tooth, and then hashtag Andrew Patterson, and then hashtag Lot and hashtag Wichita Falls. Eventually, Google picks up a lot of these different things. Mm-hmm. 
know, people can find you through Google easily. So it helps, but it's not like it's not as important as once you're booked for two weeks, you really shouldn't fucking stress about that shit. Anymore. Right. That's like like I know two weeks doesn't sound long, but that's really all you need. Like two weeks, you know, you got fucking food. And then focus on the work. I This shit where we all, myself included, go through these like, man, I got to be a famous tattooer. I would much rather be a fucking somewhat rich tattooer that gets to tattoo only pieces I like than a really fucking famous millionaire tattooer. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's like when uh, Brandy started at the theater. I think you were, you were still in the Wichita Falls. Yeah. You were like posting pictures like, hey, I want to do a pic- tattoo of this. Black I and gray. I still do, but I use Black Snapchat and gray. now. Black and gray. Like, I guess that's what you were like really trying to uh-huh. like get into. And you had a lot of followers and everyone was like, oh, yeah, Andrew's good. And then you were like, out of nowhere, like it seemed like rock star status. Everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to Wichita Falls, right. Andrew Patterson. And I was like, that happened fast. Like, It's because I do free shit. Is that what it, it was? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's like I charge people. Most of my clients pay. I'm not saying I'm like half free, but. Doing free shit is a huge way to get people to fucking look at your shit. They go, okay, why do you do it for free? Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, somebody, okay, let's say I tattoo you. I did that eyeball for free, right? Yeah. So I do that. If you tell somebody it's free, which I don't, my clients are always like, what do you want me to tell them you charge me like $500? No, just fucking fuck it. It's free. Like, that's, don't even explain it. It adds mystery. I don't care. Explain it. That's still fucking mysterious. People are weirded out by it. They're like, why the fuck would you do shit for free? Well, because my kids go to bed at a certain time. I have three days off a week, and if I tattoo till six, I don't feel fulfilled. So right. I fucking want to tattoo till nine that day. That, and you were building your portfolio too. I yeah, guess, that like, was you weren't doing a lot of black was, and gray. I don't think at that no. time. No. So what happened is I, I went from doing almost exclusively color tattoos, like I did color realism and whatever walks in the door, and I got pretty good at color realism, but not like I'm never gonna be Nico, you know? Right. Uh, and then I got tattooed by Ty Harris. I got the portrait of Brylin. And I watched him do it, and I was like, that's not how we do black and gray where I live. Like, I've never seen that shit. And I just memorized everything he was doing and was like, fuck, I'm going to try it that way. They started to heal it in four or five days rather than 10 or 12 days or 14 days or whatever. Um, It became really fun, and it became a good challenge. Like, it was like, fuck, how – like, nobody does it that way. I still don't know anybody that tattoos by just pressure. Like, I don't – we don't use – like, I was using three washes. He was using, like, five – but 98% of the tattoo is just how much pressure you're putting on it. Mm-hmm. And I've gone through like a whole lot of phases. I started using a lot of liners in my work about two years ago, mostly from working with Rando. I think I was like, shit, that looks cool. Let me like pepper it up, you know, do all yeah. this different shit. And now I'm kind of back to like, I'll start with a mag and I'll, I'll make it all fluffy and then I'll tighten it up as I work. And I do layer and layer and layer and layer until it's black as fuck, mids, and skin, and it, it does look different. And there's no fucking secrets. I'm not trying to, like, you know, this is how I do it. You can't do it that way. I would love it if everybody did it that way because I think it gets the best result, fastest healing time. It's the most fun for the client because they're not suffering the whole fucking time. It does take longer. <laughs> it's a little harder. It's a little less forgiving. You can fuck it up real easy. But, I like, I just fell in love with it at that point. Where before that, I just looked at it as, like, old school, like, fucking cholo tattoos. Like, I was yeah. like, ah, I'm not Tommy Montoya. It's cool. And I love Tommy Montoya's work, and I always have. But I wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to do it different. And He's tie, heavy-handed as fuck. The, most yeah. black and gray guys are, dude. <laughs> they dip into, like, these huge fucking wash buckets, and they're just like, Wah! And it's – so there's two ways, two main ways to do black and gray. And one of them – Hurts like a son of a bitch. And the other only hurts if you don't numb it in the second half. 
I numb it. <laughs> like yeah. once I get to the point where I can't, I just start numbing you because that shit's going to be brutal regardless. But the other thing is like a lot of the old school guys like to dry wipe so they don't lose their stencil. I just put a stencil on that's not going to get lost. Like I just fucking make my stencil stick better. I've only been like on the little shark I got on my uh, ankle in California that he dry wiped everything. Yeah. And I've never had that before. <laughs> Everyone like sprayed the shit on. Like I was torn. waiting for the little like cold spray and then nope. I swipe. I was like, oh man, he's about to wipe it. It felt like sandpaper. Yeah, it really like, does actually feel like something like standing your skin. And it took, th- I don't know if you've seen it, the shark is only like three inches. That, that tattoo took like three hours. Really? It's a little American traditional one. And it took three hours. I don't know if he was just like fucked up that day. But I don't like, know. Yeah, it hurt like a bitch. I was sitting there like, man, fuck, I'm ready just to get up and say fuck this. Yeah. But I, yeah, it hurt like a motherfucker. I have a whole list of theories about that. And I, I think. I think if you have a high pain tolerance and you get tattooed, you're less likely to be empathetic because you're like, oh, it's not that bad. So if you get tattooed and it doesn't hurt you that bad, uh, that's probably some of it. So I don't think everybody's an asshole. But I think a lot of people, because they suffered to get tattooed, they want you to suffer when you get tattooed. Yeah. Yeah. They believe it is important. And I, I believe it's fucking the least important part of the process. I think if I could make it totally painless, I would. I never tapped out like until Jason started that Chris Farley tattoo. Yeah. And he was like, hey, it's color realism. It's going to, like, take a lot longer, like, eight hours. I was like, fuck it. I, I can do this shit. And he was like, well, I'm going to be on, like, one spot for a long time. Yeah. So you're going to get, like, tender. But I'll use numbing shit. I was like, that's cool. Four and a half hours in, I was like, hey, man. Like, <laughs> I know I wasn't going to tap out, but we got to reschedule. Like, yeah, this shit's killing me. Yeah, I think he was a little me. bit sad, too. Yeah, was I was like, pissed. Like, I was like, man, I want to get this right. done today. And I was like, man, I'm about to hurt his feelings. Yeah, but he was this so excited hurts. about it. He told me, he's like, man, I'm going to fucking, I got, like, check this out. He showed me designs and shit. And I was like, that's going to be dope. And then I saw him about a week later. And I was like, you guys, uh, finishing that you guys he was like i don't i don't know for oh, sure. we're gonna finish it well no he didn't yeah. have a schedule though i was like usually my my thing is if somebody doesn't want let's say i'm just working on a sleeve yeah i used to try to push people to go ahead and book the next one and then i realized i can wait a year it's fine but i do think the smartest business move is when somebody's like getting up go hey when do you want to book that next session like if you're really just about the money that's probably yeah. smarter than fucking all the instagram bullshit like like, hey, uh, we just finished this tattoo. I know it's, like, a lot of money, but I can put you down for three months. You want to do, like, three months? I know a lot of people that do that, and they stay booked all the fucking time because they just they do follow-ups. Or, like, the guy that did my back, he's really fucking cool about it. He goes, just email me when you feel like it, man. And I was like, how far out are you booked? And he's like, well, usually I'm about a year, but once you get a piece by me, I can squeeze you in whenever because I know you're flying. And I was like, so let's say hypothetically I emailed you in November. And I was trying to get tattooed around Christmas. He was like, no problem. We'll figure it out. I was like, holy shit. And he's right. The thing is, he he leaves like random pockets. So he works like three days a week. Yeah. And and he has like an optional fourth. Uh, and he works six hours a day as a maximum. And I thought he was lazy as fuck when I first met him. I was like, how the fuck you only work like 12, 18? Like you're not even working 20 hour weeks? And after going to four days from five days, I was like, he's a fucking genius. Like, I'm more enthusiastic than ever. My body doesn't hurt near as much because I actually sleep now. And, like, I fucking get along with everybody. I'm not a dick. Right. You're not burning yourself out. But the thing is, I never got burned out on tattooing. I I started thinking I might later. And I still – it's always a possibility. You know, you have to know that you might not always love it. But – But you fucked your back up too, didn't you? What? Yeah, I I fucked my back up really bad. But I got, like, I got burned out on fucking life in general just from, I mean, I literally, like, when if you work 
16 hours to 18 hours, five days a week. You literally have no life after that. Like, I was falling asleep at birthday parties and shit. Like, just like, well, not fully falling asleep. Drowsing off, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't, it was a fucking terrible idea. I don't recommend it for anybody. I don't know. Like, I know tattooers that do that their whole career, though. There's guys that are, like, fucking 60 that are still, like, working, you know, five days a week. They go in at, like, 9, 10 in the morning, and they're out at, like, 9 or 10 in the evening at the earliest. And I'm like, did you guys take lunch breaks? Like, what the fuck? No, they just plow through it. But those guys are driving fucking whatever they want to drive. Right. And they're cool with that. And one guy, uh, I did a seminar where Mr. Cartoon was there. He was fun as fuck to listen to him talk, but... He was talking about, like, hey, you guys are all worried about how to make a bunch of money fucking tattooing, right? You're worried about your Instagram followers, right? And we're like, yeah. He's like, you're worried about, like, how to be the best, right? And we're like, yeah. How to get on the cover of a magazine, right? And he keeps doing this. And everybody's like, yeah. And I'm, like, starting to get quiet. I'm like, no, actually, like, you lost me at number two. Uh, <laughs> and I was, like, paying attention to what he says. And he goes, fuck all that. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, here we go. What the fuck is it? And he's like, you know, he does lettering deals. He does, like, album covers. He did, like, a fucking... Russ Abbott's album cover or some or no that's a tattooer what the fuck who Josh Abbott is Josh Abbott Josh Abbott country guy something like that but it's just script he just drew like any fucking tattoo guy from LA could draw that same thing and he was like yeah I'm not special like I just fucking draw good letters and people pay me for it also he does movie sets he'll graffiti up your movie set for fucking ten thousand dollars that's cool (laughs) so like I would do graffiti and try to not get arrested right or he, gets, he can do he graffiti and make 10 G's and it's not. He's like, so the funnest thing about it is you got to make it look like you didn't do it. And I was like, what? Like, you can't do a style because it's got to be, it's an alley for a fucking movie. It's got to be 20, 30 different styles. So you come out there and he's like, you get them to pay for your fucking cans. You get them to pay for all kinds of shit. They'll buy you lunch. You go out there, you fucking hit it. And then you leave them a business card, leave a really good impression. And they'll call you back every time because you were easy to deal with. Like, they don't care. It's a huge budget. Like, ten grand on a movie budget, they don't fucking care. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, they'll have you come back all the time. So he just does movie sets. Like, let's say it's like, I mean, it could even be like Law & Order needs a fucking sketchy spot in a abandoned building. They might just pay him like a thousand to come out and just do a little scribble on it. But he gets a thousand bucks to just drive out and do a little scribble. And he does sneaker deals. He's got, like, multiple fucking, like, Cortezes and shit coming out all the time. And he did something with, I think, Converse. And he was talking about, like, find things that pay when you're not doing them. Like, the the concept was, like, all the billionaires say, like, if you can't make money while you're sleeping, you're losing money or some weird shit. That's the concept. Yeah. And hearing him talk about it and get all pumped up about it was cool. And then I was like, but do I really want to make a bunch of money? I'm going to make life easier. But that's about it. Like, right. I mean, graffiti, if if somebody would say once a month you take the weekend off to go to L.A. and do a graffiti uh, movie set, I would for sure sign up for that. Like, go, okay, I want Montana and uh, Iron Lac paint, and I want, can you get me every color they have? Five cans each? And they'd just be like, yeah. Fuck and then you just it. take the leftovers. I'd What's that like, shit okay. called? Uh, <laughs> like when people go to like a concert, like say... You like Blink-182. They get, oh, they a make, writer. Writer, yeah. yeah. Like, would you make, like, an intense one? Like, just no, I would make, it, I would make it easy as fuck so that they, they like me, but I would make it peculiar so I seem like a real artist. Like, I would be like, I want seven smart waters, one half drink. <laughs> like, just dumb just shit. Just the shit out of them. Yeah, just so they're like, okay, he's serious. He has, a, like, a ritual. And I'd, like, my, maybe, like, ask them to, like, you know, uh, have a Spotify station already playing when I get there or something. Like, like be like, I, I usually I feel like listening to... Uh, 
Matchbox 20 while I do it, and I don't want to wear headphones. Like, just just some dumb shit. Like, if they asked me to make a rider, I would definitely have fun with it, but it would be like, what's the easiest thing that makes it seem like I thought about this shit? Easy and confusing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like, where they're like, huh, this guy's fucking weird. Because, I mean, think about all the artists that people really look up to. They don't even care about the art. They care about the chaos. Like, yeah. I'm not that. I mean, I have chaos. It doesn't make its way into my work at all. I'm fucking crazy as shit. I legitimately believe I'm an alien and Brandy cannot fucking handle it. But, <laughs> but I also am fucking normal when I'm tattooing, except I talk about buttholes and shit all day. But, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, man, I'm 30 minutes late. My hair is all fucked up and I'm drunk and, like, I just did acid last night and, like, I fucking was at Coachella. No, I'm like... So this morning I woke up and my son was, he wanted to shoot the bow. So we shot some balloons with the bow. And uh, I was here an hour ago and shop's all clean and ready. What would you like? Like, that's like, I'm just a fucking professional tattooer. Easy going. Yeah. But like, if, if I had a thing, if it was authentic, like, which it wouldn't be, but if it was authentic and I like showed up, you know, fucking 15 minutes late instead of apologizing I said something about having a weird vision on the way over and I had to get out because the car was getting hot or some crazy shit and people were like what the fuck people would talk about it and probably be good for business too but that's just not real like yeah I think people can see bullshit I think every time you're bullshitting somebody they can tell so and if they can't it's because most people are stupid makes sense anyway <laughs> how do you feel about the legalization of all drugs as like I meth and shit? Yeah, or like, I'm just asking. I'm not saying I'm supporting it. I'm just asking you how you feel about it. And I weed a lot of shit out, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, Fuck I mean, up the cartel. Yeah, very <laughs> badly. Like, fuck. My problem with that is then they just go into like more sex trafficking or something. Like that's my downside. It's like, yeah, you can't really fuck there's up the There's some cartel. ups, there's some downs. Yeah. Oh, what's that word or that little saying they say? Like, fuck. I just spaced out. Like, if you're going to do it, just do it. Right. Or, like, pretty much. Like, if you're a meth head and they legalize meth, I mean, you're going to OD. So that's one right. less. And then, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. Go full throttle on that Yeah, shit. so, I mean, if they legalize meth, would there be meth heads still? Yeah. Or, like, they wouldn't just die off? No. No, because meth is really hard to overdose on. The meth would probably be better and more pure, and people would probably... Or heroin. I guess that's the one Heroin's I was Heroin's... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. so I think if they legalized it outright, fuck yeah, almost everybody would die. Which I don't like the idea of everybody that's addicted to heroin dying at all. I don't support that fucking at all. <laughs> but I think, like, sometimes problems fix themselves and people would stop doing heroin if they saw everybody's over. Like, people would not try it if all they knew was, well, it's legal and I know 40 people that died. Like, they wouldn't try it. That being said, everybody that had already tried it would fucking be dead, which sucks. I mean... Music would not be the same without heroin. Fucking uh, New Hampshire has a really bad heroin problem. I didn't know how bad it was until I was out there with Brandy when she was getting her uh, hand tattooed. Mm -hmm. And I made some kind of like mild heroin joke. And this lady was like, hey, I think it's funny. I say dark and fucked up shit that is way worse than what you just said. But if you're anywhere in this state or like Boston or anything, don't talk about that shit. And I was like, for real? And she goes, dude. Let's do a survey real quick. Who she wasn't all... offended, though. No, no, she no. Was no. She didn't care. About it. No, she was helping me. She was so helpful. She was like, who all here knows somebody that died of heroin overdose this week? It was everybody in the shop. Fuck. Like, everybody. It wasn't everybody had somebody close to them, but everybody knew somebody. Like, they went to high school with them or, you know, worked with them at an old job 10 years ago or whatever. But 
They have so many deaths that in the last week, everybody in that shop knew somebody that died of that shit. I was like, holy fuck. And that was, I have the hiccups. That was due to the introduction of fentanyl in it. And I'm not sure if this is true, but I watched a thing on Vice. So I'm going to say it's Vice is legit. Vice is dope. Yeah, I'll I'll go in like a (laughs) rabbit hole on Vice. Dude, I was watching that one about the fucking Kentucky ayahuasca shit. I was like, what the fuck? This guy's doing. Have you seen that? Not that one. I saw that the last one I watched was about uh, Pazuzu. Oh, I don't know what that is. He was like a a cult leader Mm -hmm. and he was like murdering people and eating them and shit hell yeah and like when the cops busted his house it was like knee deep of like human shit and feces oh dead animals yeah but people I would keep my shit organized dog I would have a lot of freezers that way I could keep it fresh he was like batshit crazy like like he like mind fucked people Mm -hmm. and it was it was intense but Dude. Yeah, I started watching that one, and then I was on this guy that, like, helps people that are, like, addicted to shit. Mm. And then it was, like... Oh, no, that might be the ayahuasca one. Did they do a ceremony at his house in Kentucky? Yeah. And he has, like, no front teeth? Yeah. 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 You don't know about ayahuasca? I mean, I watched a lot of it's shit It's, like, a there. tea with DMT in it. It's... I don't know what else is, is in it. it the, but... Wait, is it the guy with the scar on his face? Maybe we're thinking about a different one. No. He's, like, a Mexican guy? No. Okay, yeah, it's a different. No, one this then. dude looks like he's from Kentucky. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, he looks I like he looks like he butt fucked his brother one time, and then he found out his sister was actually uh, had a vagina, and then they had babies, and then like uh, some wrong turn shit. Yeah, and then he found out that his parents did the same thing, and that's how he got here, and it was genetic. Uh, so he'd have like a mom sister, uh, wait, an aunt mom, something like that. Aunt some, mom, some incest shit. Yeah. Uh, he legitimately didn't have front teeth. Like, so he, he robbed some banks, probably smoked a shitload of meth, went to prison, met a shaman in prison, learned about ayahuasca, and he was like, that's my destiny now. I'm going to do that. And he, like, takes it serious as fuck. Like, I'm not, like, I'm talking shit about the guy, but it looks like he's actually, like, legit. It's just crazy because when you say shaman to me, I think of, like, an old lady in a fucking mountain somewhere in, like, a cool hut that, like, yeah. you drink a tea with her and she, like, hums to you and shit. And this motherfucker's like, okay, so tell me about your problem. Okay, so your brother died? That ain't your fault. It ain't your fault. And you're like, oh, shit. What the fuck? You make it feel weird. I'm watching that one tonight. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I don't know what it's called, but it's like probably American Shaman or something yeah. like that. But it's about ayahuasca ceremonies, which is like, you know, a huge thing in, I think, Peru. Uh, usually people go to Peru to do it. I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck you got a TV show about you doing something that's a felony in Kentucky. And nobody's calling the cops. Like, that's the part I, I take issue with. Like, I'm not saying they should. I mean, he I'm probably, just... like, snitched on some people beforehand. They let the cops know, and he was like, we're going to bring awareness or some right. shit. And they are like, fuck it, just go Right, ahead. like, give them a free pass. Well, so it'd be really fucking hard to prove, like, okay, probable cause to enter his house to find the shit. And then knowing the schedules of people, like, they probably have a thing where they go, okay, so on TV we're going to actually do it where we show people pulling into this house and walking in. And then, actually, that's just a house that I live at. I, I don't use that house for it at all, and it's probably, like, 100 miles from there. There was another one on Vice that showed, like, the cartel's, like, biggest, like, decorated assassin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they would have fucking busted his ass. Like, he's right. like, yeah, I killed 85 people. Like, I know their names. I don't remember their faces. I was like, yeah, it's kind of bullshitted, I guess. Right. I don't know, but. I, mean, I don't know. I've heard Vice is, like, legit, serious legit. about. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know. I mean, like. <laughs> I've heard that from people that don't work at Vice, so how would they know? But it's a they do some weird shit with like all their they'll trace down like a fucking weird dude that chases fucking monkeys in the jungle as a hobby and shit and eats them and like you're they just they're into crazy shit. Like whoever came up with the idea for that Vice channel is dope. I like the one about the guy that wore the blue skin suit and like scammed a whole village. 
No. Did you see what? that one? No, I got to see that. So he was like, hey, if y'all can, like, figure out who I am, you win the money. So he went to all the businesses. Like, he'd come here and be like, hey, we're going to have this big ceremony parade. Uh, fit, give me 50 bucks. I'll put it in the pot. If y'all can guess who I am, you win all the money. So he, like made bank off like all these local businesses like everybody around the little town village i mean shit, you village. said it i'd be like i'll put 50 bucks yeah so <laughs> fucking stupid. i guess it was like 80 grand he ended up pulling Holy and shit. everybody showed up to that little parade ceremony like the freedom fest like we have yeah. here and he wasn't there and they were like fuck we just got scammed out of all of our money but how would they guess who he is nobody knew who he was right so but i'm like, saying so nobody would have won the money anyway exactly well but it's like they were thinking they were going to get there and be like all right avenue said it was Jason Rivera. Right. And then like, oh, somebody, like somebody has yeah, to win. Somebody had okay. to guess who the gotcha. guy in the suit was. But right. then nobody knew who he was. Right. Because he wore the skin suit and he just didn't show up to that little thing, pocketed everybody's money and dipped out. So that talent like hired private investigators and everything to try to find the guy in the skin suit. Holy and shit. And nobody knows who the fuck it was. But the thing is like collectively, if you ripped off a town for eighty grand but it was fifty dollars a pop, I wouldn't even care. I'd yeah. be like, you know what? I guess they were like, mad they got like like I don't know. Yeah, they're like. But no, shit. like okay, if it's if he was getting fifteen hundred, I would be upset. But yeah. if it's like fifty bucks here, fifty bucks, I was just be like, oh well, shit, we won't fall for that again. Like I'd probably like make a weird loop and make a beat out of George Bush going fool me once. Uh, yeah, not fool me. Again. Uh, fool me. Fool me two times. Uh, the point is, we won't get fooled again. Have you heard right. that clip? That's fucking hilarious. It's it sounds very familiar. He cracks me up. Like, so it's supposed to be like, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, wait. Fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, right? That's the saying? Sounds right. Like, you fooled me, man, fuck you. But if you get me again, I should have known because you did it once. Like, that makes sense. He's the fucking president, and he just sometimes wasn't good with words, and it was so funny. I forgot who he was running against, but I was little, like, but, uh, uh, George W. George W. Bush. The last time he was in office, who did he run against, was it? There was like Gore. Uh, was it Al Gore? Al Gore was yeah. yeah it might have been the first one was Al Gore. I don't know. But I don't know. They made like a little clip on the internet and it was like they were singing "This Land Is My Land" and yeah. it was like a parody. I'll always remember that one. <laughs> but that's like the only thing I remember from him. Um, I remember a lot. How old are you? Twenty-seven. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm twenty-nine. I don't understand how like that's a. I guess it makes a difference though because I was probably like, okay, what was he like? Oh four. Some shit. Shit, I would have been fourteen, which would have made you like a little, like just not old enough to give a fuck. Like, yeah. just like a few years. I, I mean, like, I really no, don't no, give no, a fuck no. about I mean, politics still. I like, don't really give a fuck either, but now I'm worried. Like, do you like vote? I'm, no, fuck no. Yeah, me neither. No, thank you. Okay, so recently this was fun as fuck, and this girl was cute too, so it was frustrating. And the dude I was tattooing, I don't think he's really fucking her, but I think he wants to. And I was like, you guys should fuck. No, I'm just fucking. But for real, this bitch was in here talking about how I'm stupid because I don't vote, and I was like, all right. Here's what I need from you. Tell me why I should vote. <laughs> and and if you honestly believe it counts, and you can sell me on this, I love negotiating. I love talking to people. She's really nice. I, I say this bitch with all due respect. She's actually really cool, really nice lady, but she's obsessed with voting. And I was like, all right, do you think it really counts? She's like, of course. I was like, you think my one vote matter? And then she told me like these small margins that have happened in history and all that. And I was like, good point. Okay, point one to you. This goes on for like an hour because I'm tattooing her buddy and I don't give a fuck. It's what we're doing. By the end of this thing, she's got me leaning her way. Like, I'm like, okay, I get where you're coming from. I almost agree. And then she goes, and like, just vote for Biden. That way fucking Trump's not in office. And I was like, all right, but 
you understand I'm voting like a crazy old dude in to replace a crazy old dude, right? Like they're both fucking batshit crazy and losing their mind. One grabs people by the pussy, the other one sniffs people and shit. Yeah. yeah and the other weird. thing is they so the point is she said, Well, we should never have a president with rape allegations against him. I think that should just never have happened. And I was like, Aren't they currently investigating Biden for like sexual assault or something? And she was like, Oh yeah. And that was the end of the whole, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure they're both, this, they have the same allegations against them. I like, don't think, creepy. I mean, I don't know. I'll probably get a lot of shit for it. I no, don't really talk I... politics, but, like, I don't think one vote matters. I don't like, think a million votes matter. Like, I don't think... hey, Trump would have got, like, outvoted if Cody Littlefield in Oklahoma would have voted. <laughs> then, like, maybe I might vote. No. But, yeah. Do you really think it's not rigged, though? Like, that's my thing. It's It involves humans. And, okay, look at it like this. Jeff Bezos owns a company that's got him almost to a trillion dollars. That motherfucker has, like, he pays income tax. His business has never had to pay taxes. It profits all the fucking time. But it's never had to pay taxes because they figure out every little thing. I feel like people like Jeff Bezos, same brain, is working behind how to get people like Donald Trump to win. And they just go, whatever we got to do, by any means necessary, let's fucking call the Russians in. Let's fucking get these bots. Like, so let's say the vote matters itself then people are still manipulated to believe whatever it is they believe. Let's say the vote is rigged. I mean, like, either George, way, it doesn't matter. I think it was Bush. Like, he lost, and then his VP was like, oh, fuck that. Recount everything right. Like, right now. So they redid everything. They're like, oh, yeah, Bush won. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I don't, yeah, it's rigged. In, right, I, mean, I feel like that's like, hey, so uh, we said we would give contract, like, no-bid contracts to Raytheon, uh, and you guys said you were going to vote for us. And that's like that quid pro quo shit, you know? Uh, and then Raytheon was like, ah, oh, fuck, you are the president, I guess. I guess we'll probably, like, have to talk to this guy. Like, that's what yeah. happens. Trump I mean, is like, all... hey, we're about to, like, get a new Air Force One made by, like, fucking Tesla. <laughs> right. And then he's yeah. going to be like, fuck, hey, everybody vote for fucking Trump. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, the thing is, like, they say all these different things. They're like, okay, so we didn't, you know, entice people. We didn't encourage people to do this or tell them to do that. It's like they literally just go, okay. You want this law passed? Fucking make sure you pay for some of my shit to advertise on TV. And they go, okay. And also, if you could do anything else, like how many people do you have at your company? Okay. Yeah, start maybe throwing up some Republican shit for me. All right, thanks, bud. And that's all, all they need to do. So again, let's say the votes are not actually rigged, rigged. Like there's not somebody throwing in fake ballots and like a bunch of fucking dead people vote. Dead people vote every year, by the way. Every fucking year, tons of dead people vote. Like, I don't even know what to say about that. That's shit. what I'm like, saying. I'm like, how the fuck? These dead motherfuckers voted and nobody thinks that's a problem? Like, okay, so let's say I want to vote for Bush. Like, he's not running this year. But let's say George W. fucking makes a comeback and that two-term shit's bullshit. And they, I can vote for Bush. And then I can also go get the identities of, like, every fucking dead person that I can steal the identity of and vote. So there's companies and fucking you know, lobbyists and shit that are into all these different things that it's like, if it's in my best interest for these people to win, we're going to rig this shit. So it's not just, I'm not even saying the politician themselves has to be crooked. Like, somebody's going to rig it somewhere. Yeah. And if they don't, you still have the fucking internet controlling everybody's fucking brain. Myself included, unfortunately. I was on Instagram for almost four minutes today. It was fucked up. I still haven't messaged, uh, Jason sent me two messages and I haven't seen them yet because he has my phone number. So I will look at them tomorrow. But I'm trying to do less Instagram because mm -hmm. I really do think it's a fucking like poisonous fucking thing that we're all trying. I just get from. sidetracked sometimes. Like I'll like set my phone down. I'll be like, "Hey, Andrew, message." I'm like, "All right, 
<laughs> Let me set my baby down, change her diaper, and I'll get yeah. back to it. And I'm and like, fuck, eight hours later, I'm like, open. is like, hey, want to do a podcast? Like, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. if I would have seen it. Me, same. Uh, like, I have the same thing, but my problem is like, okay, first off, I just listen to too many audiobooks now. So two you should listen to. It's called Chaos. There's one. Chaos. CIA and Charles Manson and the Secret History of the 60s, I believe is the whole title. It's by Tom O'Neill. It's fucking phenomenal. And when you said something about that ayahuasca dude probably snitched on some people, that fucking speaks volumes to how that Manson shit went. Also, um, I listened to one called 10 Arguments for Why You Should Delete Your Social Media Right Now. He made zero arguments for people that own businesses, unfortunately, because I, like, I was pretty fucking on there. But I'm like, dude, I can't. I got Free rid of advertising. I know, yeah. and I got rid of my fucking Insta or my Facebook. I gave it to uh, somebody else because it had like fourteen thousand likes on it, and I was like, I just don't want to do it anymore. And then I told them like, Hey, you can have the account. It's gonna take you a while to like get it to where they let you change the name and shit. But start with deleting all the fucking messages and don't read too much into like if I talk about like eating ass because I'm just joking. And they were like, All right, cool. But for a business page, it's great to have fucking fourteen thousand fucking. That's right. Great. And most of them are in Lawton. And I did the social media manager shit for the theater for a little bit. And I was like, so I'm going to post like, hey, it's $5 Tuesday. They're like, okay, but you got to say like, hey, everybody. Right. It's $5 Tuesday. Come out. Like promote this movie, this movie, this movie. Right. You can't say this. You can't say that. And I'm like, all right, that might work where you're from. But like here, it's Lawton. If I just say $5 Tuesday, tickets are five bucks. People's coming. Right. I don't have to explain <laughs> anything. Yeah, but. and that's the thing. Simple and like straight to the point is good for all that. But I'm just saying like I listened to that fucking book and it just reaffirmed every single thing that I felt about the Facebook thing. And Brandon and I were talking about this today. So I have a new thing. I will give anybody that can prove I was using a personal Facebook account not one for businesses. $1,000 cash if they can prove I've done it since 2018. Like, everybody still is like, no, you can't not have Facebook. I'm like, why can't I not? Like, I del- I have three motherfuckers on there. Since 2018. All right, I'm trying to think. When did Brandy it's impossible. Start, when did Brandy start working at the theater? I, I was know. like 22. It's like five years ago. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's yeah, not. I only remember like the... Andrew Patterson Tattooer Avenue and AP Tattoo Right, so AP Tattoo Art, I gave away. That's a different page now. Not going to say what because that might make some people sad. But if you're accidentally liking something that doesn't look like something that you should accidentally like, that's why. But most likely, the two businesses align. Like the type of business I gave it to, 98% of my clients are into. So I felt like it was a good thing like they could use uh, we have the shop's Facebook page for both shops. I run those and I have a, a page that I have to have logged in. That is, it's a, all the privacy settings are set as tight as they will allow you to where like you have to fucking be my friend to message me. You have to be my friend to do Like basically people can send me a friend request, but that's it. Yeah. It's a black circle for my fucking, uh, profile picture. It says Andrew Patterson cause they require an ID cause I have fucking three accounts now on accident. Then there's the Andrew Patterson where I'm wearing a fucking plaid shirt. It's probably like purple or blue. That was my real page that I did have. And then I fucking lost the login for it and I just didn't want to get back into it. Then there's Andrew Patterson Tattooer. That was my page that I used to promote things like the tattoo shop, but it wasn't a like page. It's like you can actually add me, how Jason has both. Yeah. Uh, That's a picture of me and Asher together like making a funny face. They still, all three are on the internet. You, it's just I haven't been on them. But, like, my mom doesn't believe me. None of my clients believe me. And Brandy won't acknowledge that she believes me, but I think she does it to fuck with me. 
I'm like, like today. I was like, dude, I don't understand how people just fucking live on Facebook all day. Like, it freaks me the fuck out. Like, just knowing, like, and Instagram's becoming that. Like, I'm, like, scared of the internet now. And she's, like, looking at me weird. And I was like, my mom still doesn't believe me. And she just gives me a look, like, okay, lying motherfucker. Like, why are you lying? And I'm like, just like, just acknowledge it. Like, nobody believes it. I don't I know use, why. I like, use Facebook like a newspaper, I guess. You like, should. I get up in the morning, like, refresh. No yeah. one died. Look like, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Right, Instagram, that's how you should use it. Refresh. Oh, right, Instagram, cool. I, I live on that bitch too much, man. I'm trying I'll to be, stop. Like, I'll be on Instagram for like fucking four hours. It's not good. I'll stay up late and just be looking at Instagram and be like, dude, that guy's dope. Ooh, that's a beach. I love beaches. Like, I hate you'll like click a picture of like a tattoo and oh, scroll God. a couple more tattoos. And you're like, that guy does good work. Click yeah. on that. Someone commented on that. And you're mm-hmm. like, then, and it yeah, takes me somewhere six hours later. Yeah. It's, Six hours later, I'm fucking in Russia wishing I was a 17-year-old apprentice or some shit. Like, <laughs> it's weird. So the point is I know I'm susceptible to that thing, so I just try to not fuck with it much. And I did a thing for a little while where I didn't use Instagram at all for like a week. Nobody noticed. Like, it didn't didn't affect business, so I would just use Instagram. Um, I would post on my days off, and I have three days off a week, so that actually like kind of looks like people would assume those are the days I work, which is probably more likely that people won't fucking harass me and be weird. Uh... I did that for a while. I did a thing last week. I did a thing where I tried to, and I said try to before I did it because I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to do something. Tried to not use Instagram unless I was physically inside the shop. I succeeded until Saturday with the exception of five or six times that I would open it and go, oh, shit, that's Instagram. <laughs> like, because my thumb just hits it. It's like, so, what, muscle memory? Yeah, like but I move, I move the icon all over the screen. I put it in, like, sub, you have an iPhone? Yeah. You know, I can put, like, a folder and put, like, mm-hmm. I'll put it in a folder in a folder sometimes. Then I'll put it in a folder three swipes over. Then I'll put it in a folder in the middle. I'll put it in a folder between two things similar colors. Like, just so it's not, I, I have to think about it. And that helps. Like, but the thing is, I literally just, that's not a problem for me. When I know I'm not supposed to be on it, it's no problem. But what happens is I pick up my phone, my thumb goes to it, and I go, oh, ass and titties, huh? This is Instagram. There's no ass and titties on my other shit. I'll be so. like, I got to see what time it is. Take my phone out, Instagram, put it <laughs> yeah. back in my pocket. I'm like, fuck, I didn't even see what time it was. Right, yeah, exactly. That's. I thought wearing a watch would help. You know how hard it is to fucking tell time on a watch when you don't do it every day? And like count <laughs> like, the hands. It's like, all that was like, shit, it's about 10... 30, 42, shit, all right. I could just look at that. <laughs> like it's I right bought there. a watch, and then I never looked at it. I kept mm-hmm. looking at my phone, so I just sold the watch. Oh, you should have sold it to me. Was it a Rolex? It was a cheap, like, fossil. Oh, I just want Rolexes. How much did you pay for your Rolex? I will not say that on a recorded thing, but I will tell you when we're done. <laughs> I got on their I website, two. <laughs> like, two days ago. I was like, I don't know anything about watches. Bobswatches.com. Okay, yeah. I just knew Rolex is, like, it's top. the epitome of so, dope shit. Yeah, so I got it's on their top. website. No, it's not top. It's top for people that you've met. Most popular, I guess. Is that the word, maybe? I don't know, because, like, Patak Philippe and shit, those things start at, like, fucking 80 grand. Like, some of them are, like, two, three million dollars. It's stupid. Like, the cheapest Rolex I learned as of two days ago is, like, five grand. Cheapest new Rolex, the Oyster Perpetual. Yep. Uh, yeah. I didn't know how to say yeah. the other word. I was saying Oyster. Yeah, Oyster. five grand. And yeah. I was like, it's ugly as fuck, so. No, it's not ugly. I, I have thought a, it was ugly. I have a, a date at the house that's very similar to that, but it has a date on it. That's mm-hmm. the difference. It's just like uh, blue. But the thing is, it's a blue dial, stainless watch. Like, I like that look, and I love this look. See, but that these one's are, cool, though. These I are like old. That one. This is from, this is a 1984. Like, oh, shit, there's our timer. Oh, um, we can keep going. It's cool. Okay. This is a 1984. My other one's like a 1986 or something. So I do want to buy a brand new one at some point, but <laughs> here's the list of issues I have. If I fucking spend 
eight G's on a watch because I want to spend eight G's on a watch, I first have to have like, I don't know, a brand new house that I've paid off or some shit. Like I just feel weird, like Yeah. But I know you once I tell you how much I paid for the two together after we get done, you'll probably be like, What's the difference? <laughs> like Was it like a ridiculous number? No, or no, no, it like... it's not bad. It's okay. um it's just like I feel like it's not a good idea to start that thing on here. People are like, well, what did you buy this week? So, okay, so since I was about 12 years old, I always wanted a Rolex. I, I, I kind of wanted one since I was like eight. My uncle Doug had a Casio, and I was like, that's a nice watch. And he goes, yeah, it's a Rolex. And I didn't realize until I was 12 that he was fucking with me. Yeah. Like, I remember what the watch looks like exactly in my head. And I was like, that son of a bitch. Well, if Uncle Doug can't even get a Rolex, I want one. What is it? And then I looked into it. I've always been obsessed with anything mechanical, watches, cars, fucking anything with gears. And I got really into the Rolex thing. And I was like, well, that's like, once I saw the prices, I was like, that's fucking stupid. Why would you pay that for a watch? But then I looked at it like stocks. If you look at a Rolex, let's say you buy uh, 80s Rolex right now. It's an old-ass watch. If you buy it in great shape and you get a good deal on it and you get it serviced, so it's got brand new fucking everything that it needs is perfect on the inside. It's going to work for 50 years. Like... You have a lifetime fucking commitment to this watch now. That shit's going to last until you die. You can give it to your kids. You can go ahead and, like, prepay for service in your will. Like, leave, like, 1400 for fucking service in this watch. That's, like, the max. You're not going to pay 1400 But, like, leave a, an amount and say, like, Asher gets my watch and $2,000 to service it or, or whatever. Maybe even buy a new bracelet for it. Like, get the bracelet replaced before, like, when you're 90. You know, you know you're going to die at some point. If you had all that lined up and then my son could get the watch and I had something fucking cool engraved on the back of it, he's not going to sell it. But if he wanted to, that motherfucker's worth way more money. It's worth way more money after, you know, 34 years. A Milgauss is always my go-to. And I hate telling – like I don't have that many listeners luckily because I don't want to like fuck up the Milgauss. It's like the least fucking attractive watch to everybody else and I fucking love it. But it's a scientist watch. It's like all them, all all Rolexes are designed for a profession. By the way, like they're like racing watches. I mean, there's there's like just the professional ones too, like the right. day just the, the the day date, the oyster, whatever. All that's like for anybody. But there's Air King. That's for a fucking pilot or somebody that travels a lot. Explorer. That's for a dude that fucking gets out there, and they make them around what you do. Doesn't mean you need that. You could just get a fucking Casio for 40 bucks. It's going to last your whole life as long as you replace batteries. I have one of those too. Like I have a Casio I wear to the beach because I don't want to fuck this up. <laughs> but the point is they make it for a profession. The Milgauss is like just resistant to crazy magnets. Like you could go through an MRI machine. It will probably want to keep time while you're in there, but it's not going to fuck it up. But the, the mechanical mechanism that makes them run is like a spring that's wound like a fucking cinnamon roll. I would explain it a different way, but like... I know what you mean. I want yeah. people to hear it. But it's like wound up like a coil, and it rocks back and forth. And I can't really say it in a way, in words, but it oscillates, basically. So what happens when those get magnetized, if you get them around something with a big magnet in it, is they stick together, and then you gotta go get it demagnetized, which is really easy to do. You gotta go to the store. But you can't do that shit every day. If you're a scientist, you work around magnets. So they made this watch just for scientists. If you get one that was made in, like, 1965, back then it cost the equivalent to, I think, like, $600 or something. Now they're worth 34 <laughs> Like, that's a huge fucking come up. So that would be, like, 1600 of today's money. I, right. I remember I looked it up. Whatever it was would be 1600 of today's money. Whatever the – it might have been $200 back then. I don't know. 
but it would have been sixteen hundred today's money with inflation and shit. And now it's worth you took sixteen hundred dollars in value and you turned it into thirty four. I don't see how that's a bad idea. You insure them, you can get them fucking replaced if they're stolen or lost. Um, the insurance goes with like we have a whole jewelry policy. It's not a huge deal, but I'd still fucking cry if somebody fucking stole my watches. But lock them up in a fucking safe, wear one at a time. Like if I get a Milgauss, this one and my other one are going in the fucking safe. And I'll probably pull them out once a year at Christmas just so people don't know. I, I had, like, a watch come up. I don't want them to be like, wait, you got three now? Because, uh, like, I have a few people that actually pay attention to what I'm doing. And they think – I think people think I make bad decisions with my money because I don't spend enough of it until they look at my watch. And then I'm like, okay. So you like that I spent too much on a watch. That's stupid. That I can just look at it and be like, oh, this is what time it is. But, I mean, this one has acrylic. The new one would have sapphire. Like, this is just cool shit. I don't know. I'm obsessed with them. It's a fucking sickness. But the thing is, that's really cool. Most fucking dudes that are married can't go buy a fucking watch unless they have 20 extra thousand to give their wife. And every time I talk about it, Brandy's like, you could, like, you can afford it. Just go buy it. And I'm like, I can. But see, here's the thing. We still owe money on our house. Right. <laughs> like, Technically, I can't. I have to pay the bank for this place we live. I think if I go drop fucking 8400 plus tax, fuck that. It's a lot of money. That being said, if you notice a fucking 41 millimeter instead of a 36 in a couple months, like, eh, I bought myself a birthday present. We'll see. But I got to get this podcast to make eight Gs real quick. How do we do that? No idea. That's the real ticket. Right now, dude, Brandy, or not Brandy, Brylin uh, was looking over my shoulder yesterday. I was, like, fucking with the analytics and... I was looking at, like, what podcast platform it's on. So I downloaded, like, every podcast app. And there's only a few that it wasn't on. Um, But she looked at the fucking number on there, like, what I got paid for the ad. And she goes, whoa, you got a lot in there. And I was like, to a nine-year-old, maybe? (laughs) What app (laughs) are you using? I use Anchor. 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 It's dope, dude. It's owned by Spotify. So it's, like, it's obviously going to make it to Spotify. Um and then the other day, because I'm a rapper now, I was looking up, like, how rappers publish their shit. I didn't know if I told you I'm, I'm a professional. Yeah. yeah. But if you want it on Spotify, how do you get on Spotify? I was thinking I could get another Anchor account and put that shit out as a podcast and see if people search it, if they search the fucking name. And then I looked into it. You can actually just pay $30 for a company to put all your fucking shit on Spotify and Apple. Like, so I'm new to podcasts. Like, what about rapping though? Are you new rapping? to rapping? I cannot rap. I, I can, can rap barely rap. I'm a fucking professional rapper now. Like, I'm gonna actually, you, hold I'm going to give you three subjects. You got to rap about. Hold them up, right up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Here's five dollars, and then I'll rap, and you pay me, and then I'm a professional rapper. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Hold up. Give me a subject. I'm going to find a beat. I'm going to find a beat I made. Just one subject. One subject, and I'll find a beat. Rolex. Rolex. All right. Shit. Here we go. That's going to be terrible. I changed my mind. Can I change my mind? What's the name of that Rolex you just said? Oyster. Oyster. The oyster one. Oyster? Yeah. Uh, Oyster Perpetual? You have to wrap Oyster Perpetual. That's so difficult, you fucking asshole. Hold up. Okay, here we go. I don't care. Fuck it. Let's do it. Ah. Ah. I made this beat, by the way. Can you tell yet? (laughs) Uh, It sounds good. Let's hear the rap, though. (laughs) All right. Let me see how long this beat is. <laughs> Give me like a good 30 seconds. Let me get a different beat. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, God. You can just do that Rolex if you need to. Rolex yeah, would be. Dude, Oyster, Oyster Perpetual, you're fucking with me now. I got a little silly that day. That's Daniel, Goofy, Asher. We didn't even spell Asher right. Hmm. My song, my song. That one's not done. Okay. 
cool. Alright, what am I- Rolex? Rolex. Oh, shit. Alright. It's so hard! This is a Let me get a better beat. Hold on. I got- This is why I, I can change the subject if need Let me be. No, 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 no. I got you. I'm a fucking professional rapper. This is my job. You know what I do. Uh... How do you spell Blanco? Benny Blanco. He's a producer, right? Yeah, B-L-A-N-C-O. Benny Blanco? Is that right? Sure. Dave? Oh, because he's on Dave. Yeah, Juice World. All right, cool. Juice World's cool. And then we'll go Beats. So first off, that guy is something. He's not what I would... I don't know. Anyway, if you type the words type beat, <laughs> it's like inspired by type shit. This is Panic at the Disco. What the fuck? This is hard. So is my penis right now. Graduation? Oh my god. Hold on. This is fucking hard. Post Malone beat. Post Malone tight beat. Oh, I'm, I'm a, we're, That'd be a good one. We're gonna fucking do this. I'm ready. I'm just very bad at this. So we're in Rapper at a Rolex. Oh, let me put the auto tune on. Let me put the auto tune on. Hold up. Let me see which track am I on. Um, this one? On um, this one? Okay, people are gonna be like, this is fucking annoying. Stop. I rapped on one already. I'm gonna be like, auto tune, pitch correction, limit to key. Turn that shit up. Oh, you fuck. Can I not do it mid recording? Oh, I can. Oh, is that. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound weird at all. Oh, because I didn't click limit to key. Oh, I don't know how the fuck this works. Here's the thing, I'm not a rapper, okay? I was joking. But I want to make my $5, bitch. This is not a fast enough beat. I'm a fucking giant baby. Okay, that's not... Th would you agree that's not a beat to rap to? Like, it sounds like a... I don't know. Not rapping. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, it sounds like... I used like... to hate making backing tracks whenever I uh, was doing guitar. Like, I couldn't play drums, but my guitar teacher was like, here, just fucking make a beat real quick. Oh, there we go. Can you hear that on the mic? Can you hear that? Yeah, mic? is that Lil Dicky? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! I got a fucking Rolex! Oh shit! This is not fast. Let's get it fast. Hold up. Oh! I got a Rolex on my wrist. I got one in the house too. I got one in blue and one in black. I don't give a fuck, so fuck you. I looked online and I found a bunch of Folexes. You can get them everywhere. Mostly they come from China and they look like shit. But you can't tell on the internet. It sucks. That's not rapping. That's just me talking still. See, I'm but not... that's how some rap is, though. That is how some rap like is. Lil Dicky. Like Lil he Dicky. talks a lot. No, Lil Dicky's like... Uh, he just starts talking really fast. He goes, uh, like, he'll start out slow. Like, I got a Rolex on my wrist and I like it. I like to play with big tits and I don't like kids. But I get on the playground sometime and it's not good. But it's a good thing I got a dad bod and three of them. Because otherwise people think I'm a creep. Like, And then he starts. Like, he'll start out with weird shit like that. Yeah. And then he'll get into like... I'm on a podcast, Cody, today. Don't give a fuck. I do it either way. Like, and it's just fast. But so he, he since you're rhythm. rapping now, do you have to change your voice to sound like a rapper when no, you rap? No, 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 no. You just be white. So he has like, okay, let me do a little dicky because I just watched all of Dave. It's amazing. Give me a different topic. That's hard. Okay. Like my penis. Let's do a... Hard penis. What about podcast? Podcast. Broadcast. Okay. Yeah. Pod... Uh, I got the podcast. It's the new broadcast with the mod. No, that's Eminem. Okay, I don't know. I'm not actually a rapper. I was joking, but I want to get paid. 
I'm gonna pretend I'm a little dicky and say a lot of things over the okay. top. Be like it's you choose your own weed. You can weed? rap about weed, dude. Weed should be easy, that but should I'm be the fucking terrible. Hold up, let me see. It. Let me find more beats. What's your rap name gonna be? I can't tell you. It's a secret because I want to make money off that too. And my rap like name it. was gonna be Water Cup for real, and my album was gonna be called This One's Not Free. Water, water cup cups for are usually for free, but mine's not. I like it. Oh, water cup on the beat. <laughs> At the movie theater and shit, you know. Unemployment life. <laughs> Got the COVID. <laughs> I know people be dying. I'm not joking about it. Got a mask on. Ooh, I can rap about wearing a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. It feels like a fucking task. Okay, actually, I'll just get rid of this. Fuck a beat. I don't want to wear a fucking mask. What I say? It feels like a task? Some I don't want to wear a fucking mask. It feels like a task. I'd rather eat an old lady's ass after Taco Bell. Got that smell. Fucking walk out the back and I... Do a black jack jack, jack in the back, and I put my dick in the back, and then I pump, 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 and I hump, pump, pump, fill her up with my nut, put it in her gut, then I gotta lick her butt, fill it up with bukkake, got the truffle butter on her pussy, I don't give a fuck, shit it in my mouth, pull it all out, got a quesadilla, and a homeless dude. What the fuck? Okay, there you go. See, that's a, Start that's off a little very dicky. Like, that's a little dicky Eminem like. thing. That's a little dicky Eminem thing. Give me my five dollars, bitch. There it professional is. rapper. Thank you. I don't tell anybody I gave that to you first. No, paid means professional. What is the definition of a professional rapper? Here's what I found. Oh, you fuck! I need you to say it. The first thing, eight reasons Little Dicky is the new definition of a professional <laughs> rapper. Why Little Dicky's music video is for the professional rapper genius. Rapper definition at dictionary.com. Okay. What is the definitionary? De- definitionary? Oh, my it's God. Word. What is the definition of a professional? As an adjective, it means relating to or connected with a profession. Do you want to hear the next one? I mean, semi-pro yes. players get paid. As an adjective, it means engaged in a specified activity as one's main paid occupation. Main paid, you, you son of a bitch. I'm not a professional rapper because that's not... It's so, a side hustle. No, but a side hustle doesn't even count as a profession. So I, what they're saying is Joe Rogan is only a professional podcaster. He's not a professional comedian anymore. Well, he's the, like, the jack of all trades. Yeah, but he his main source of revenue now because of COVID it's is $25 million. How much do you get paid? $100 million. So he actually got more than $100 million. They said $100 because it's a good news story. I thought it was going to get canceled, though, because of the Joey Diaz thing. What Joey Diaz thing? Is, it jo- is he the heavier set one? Yeah, he's a okay. fat dude that takes the balls out Because he said he everywhere. was going to, uh, if a female comedian wanted to get on his stage, they had to suck his dick first. And Joe Rogan laughed and was like, how many girls have you done this to? And he was like, like 25. Yeah, they were joking. Yeah, but everyone was like, fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah, here's the thing. It's uh, stand-up comedy. It's really weird. It's a profession where people tell jokes. And you know how to agree with it, but and, well, it's a also, joke. No, it's yeah. a joke. Like, like I like, is, like, I love stand-up comedy, I just, and I no, hate when people are like, "No, nah, fuck that guy." I he just said, said that I let an old lady shit in my mouth at Taco Bell. But would you let her? No, I would not. I was rapping. I was being a hilarious rap podca- a rap caster. But if somebody listens to this and says they're never, offended by it, the, what would you say? They can suck on my dick so that they can get on stage with Joey Diaz. There you go. Like, I don't give a, like, nothing offends me like that. Like, I hate when people go to a comedy show and they heck with, they're like, you oh offended me. Oh, my God. Like, that, that fucking sucks. Don't say right. retarded. Okay, but that's... It's we, a joke. We... I just realized that's one thing we haven't talked about. We both love stand-up comedy. Very like, that's... Much. I Yesterday, I was like, podcast with Cody will be fun. Stand-up comedy. He has a shitload of tattoos. So, let's go over reasons that I thought it would be fun to do a podcast with you. Who all has tattooed you? Let's start uh, there. Oh, shit. Um... 
Like local wise or just everybody? Everybody in the world. Okay. Tommy Montoya. Uh, my first that. ones were done here in Lawton All by Ashley at Elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt said, are you going to be a bitch today or are you going to get a tattoo? And I was like, I want to mm-hmm. fucking get a tattoo. So Of course. Let's see. Ashley and then Jason and then you. Mm-hmm. Locally, I think that's it. Nino did one. And then I can't be a robot either. I was gonna try to be a robot. You can't change it while you're recording. I was just curious. Yeah, go ahead. Like a radio station where you can just press a button and do Uh that. Okay, so and Lawton, I think that's it. Um, Oliver Peck, he did one. We can talk about that too. Yeah, the blackface thing. Um, (laughs) That motherfucker got into some uh, shit. Sausage from Ink Master, and then Tommy Montoya, and then a. A friend of Clean Rock once who said he was good but wasn't that good. He <laughs> fucked my arm up pretty good. I want to get that one covered up bad. <laughs> Which um, one? Uh, this little lightning bolt thing with the cauliflower. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be clouds, but it looks like cauliflower. It's And uh, then he chewed that up pretty good. It actually makes me think more of like uh, like multiple buttholes. Like buttholeception. So now you have to cover it for making that noticeable. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Can you cover it? Is it cover upable? Yeah, for sure. It's cover upable. You want a black and gray though? Anything. Okay, I was going to say, black and gray is really hard to use as a cover-up because 80% of it's skin. Right. I fucking love that one, dude. That Which lettering one? piece. Okay. Dude, what's that guy's uh, name? Parax. Where's he? Shout from? out to him. He's pretty cool. I want to say Arizona. Okay. He won, like, a fuck ton of lettering yeah, awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, it was the convention we went to, I yeah, think. Yeah, in uh, the, Shawnee. OKC. OKC. Oh, one that we went, in, like, we... Last year, I think. Went, did you go and eat with those and shit? Cheesecake like, Factory. Cheesecake? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah, I remember so, you got tattooed before. Like, you had a fresh tattoo. When yeah, we were and the Sanoderm people didn't know how to put the Sanoderm on. And so I the was. The people le- at the Sanoderm booth? Yeah. <laughs> so I was leaking blood and plasma all, all over right. the Cheesecake so Factory place. Can I take a moment for all three people that are going to hear this? Fuck actual Sanoderm brand, Recovery Derma Shield, and Smith and Nephews. Okay, because every time two. Sanoderm has been put on my skin, it comes off within like. The Sanoderm brand. Yeah. Yes. So it comes off like in 30 minutes. What about that shit I put on you? Is it good? Yeah, that stayed on. Okay. It stays on until I just, like, decide I don't want it on no more. This so. is a hybrid, and it's still making me sleepy. Are you going to fall asleep? No. But, yeah, I'm Paul Rax, shout out to him. He's, He's good as cool. fuck. Yeah, I love that. He's dope. Like, he, good conversation. It was fun. Uh, let's see. You did that one. Jason did that one. I think, uh, well, the guy in California did one. His name's Frosty. Okay, the snowman? Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the motherfucking Snowman was a very happy snowman. He, had he didn't. Sp- he could speak and English. English. It was like broken Spanglish, I guess. Oh yeah. And he was like Frosty. And I thought he said Robbie. And I was like Robbie, like R O B B Y. It was no F R O S T Y. I was like, oh shit, now I feel oh, bad. Oh shit, son, you you Frosty. See, I need a cool name like Frosty for when I'm a professional rapper. Because right now, I've turned out I'm not a professional rapper, even though I got paid, because the definition means it has to be my main source of income. Semi-professional. So when I'm a full professional, where I rap once a month, but I still make more money, because, like, you get paid real good for rapping, if you don't get paid real good for tattooing. Compared I don't know if you're a good rapper, I guess. No, that's not true at all. Name the Mumble top. Mumble rap. I hate Mumble rap. Let's, let's look up the top paid rappers. Actually, okay, Eminem was a good rapper. But he needs auto tune now. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I like to him, his man. word play. I, guess. I do too. Yeah, but Lil Wayne was like a fucking gangster. That I never could get into Lil Wayne. We I don't like Lil Wayne's music, but I like his wheezyisms. Is what I call them. We used to do a wheezyism contest at the shop every day. Like raining on my head, call it brainstorming. Would be like a wheezyism. Like um, uh, shove a dick in your butt. 
and feel me comment at Taco Bell. No, that I don't think that's right. I think that's just one of my many fantasies. Anyway, stand-up comedy. Who all have you seen live? Uh, I just saw Bert. I can't pronounce his last name. Kreischer. 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 It's, it's not even hard. It's Kreischer. Is it, it doesn't look like it's Kreischer. It's, no, don't look at it. Just okay. say it. Because Bart like, Kreischer. Comanche Boy, the boxer, his last name's Tadanapper. But if you were just to say it how it's it looks, it's like Tadanapa Pua. Yeah. Like, it's no, crazy. No, I know somebody that's last name is Sudel, and it's spelled T-U-S something, something, something. And it's not. That's too foof. Kind of hard to say. Yeah. Sudel's not, if you don't look at it when it's written down with a T and a U. Let's see. So, yeah. So, you, you've seen Bert Kreischer? Bert. Uh, Chris D'Elia, he's in some trouble, too. I've oh, seen. actually, I think he's good now. Is he not? Is, is he, he in clear? trouble again? Well, How they, recently did you well, look? I don't know. The last thing I've seen, though, was a video where they said, like, you can screen record Snapchat. And he oh. was like, no, once you send a Snapchat, it's gone. And the lady was like, <laughs> no, you can screen record, screenshot, you can save the chat. And, like, he went from being really happy and talking to, like, <laughs> sinking down oh, in his no. chair. So, I mean, whether he did it or not, I, I, he never, I guess, actually fucked said underage that girls. they know of that I they mean, know, I of. know but i guess he like said some pretty inappropriate shit well, what okay i heard a bunch of different shit but what i was really surprised about is no comedians like mentioned that sometimes that shit happens and people are pieces of shit but it doesn't really rep like it doesn't mean like all his comedy he's ever done has to go away nobody mentioned like nobody vouched for him like hey i know him i don't think he would do that nobody like people threw him under the bus a little bit but that was about it yeah and so I assume there's some truth to it because I think if not, comedians would be like, no, I fucking work with this guy. He stayed at my house. Like, I guarantee you. He may not... legit not have known. Right. And then whenever she was like, oh, I'm 16, he could have been like, oh, fuck. No, well, that's yeah. the thing. He, um, there's apparently tons of reported cases of him, like, getting a message from somebody saying, hey, you're cute. How old are you? And then they say 16. And he goes, oh, bye. And then two years later, comes back with a message, hey, I'm 18 now. And he just looks at it and then ignores it and blocks him. Well, I mean, like, same with the tattooing, like, tattoo artist, like, Romeo Lacoste. I think that's how oh, you say his name. Oh, yeah. He that got into some heat, fucking too. fucking wild. And then, yeah. No, he, he was, like, legitimately into, searching, like, like yeah, searching for underage. It was fucked up. Did you not? Did, I watched a video about it. I was like, oh, my God. So he was, like, he, he would, okay, the one that really got to me, he was messaging a girl that was underage. I want to say, like, 15. Like, yeah. not... Not like almost eighteen. Not like, like he's like twenty one and she's seventeen and she'll be eighteen tomorrow and it like looks a little fucking weird and it's a legal whatever. Like it was not that at all. It was like, hey, are you right? Like yeah. anybody that wants to fucking defend what he did, I'm not. No, I used to kind like, of be a fan of his work, and then I, I was his, I, like I saw work. how basic it was. Yeah, and I was like, I wonder Simple. how much he charges, and it was like. A lot. I think 400 just for like something like very yeah. tiny. It's simple, but I mean, he can do 10 a day. And yeah. so that's, but no, nothing against his work or fucking how he made money or any of that shit. Just like he, he was talking to a girl and she said, you know, I won't be 18 until like a named a year. Like, okay, if you said I won't be 18 until next week, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> as like, soon as I turned 18, I was like, I need to see a social security, yes. birth certificate ID. Dude, for I'm real. I'm not going to jail. When, when I was around turning 18 age, I was worried about dating. That's like, I was like, fuck, I can't get in fights anymore. I don't get, I wasn't getting in fights a lot anyway, but no fights. Be very careful with who you date, even if you don't actually fuck them. Like, just have them in your fucking car alone. Like, you don't know. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's, so you have to actually fucking check now. Where when you were 17, it was a free-for-all. You just be like, she said she was 16. She looks 16. She was 15. I'm a fucking pervert. Like, it wasn't even, you know, it didn't even... Yeah. 
so that's going to somehow turn into a soundbite and sound really bad later. But anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, he was going after people and they'd be like, I actually won't turn 18 until, you know, this year, whatever. thirty. Yeah. yeah. And he like, without having to do math, he's like, oh, baby, that don't matter at all. Like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Are you going to tell anybody? What do you think? Like, I'm, I just like freaky shit. That actually makes me like it more knowing that it's illegal and it's like fucked up. And but nothing happened like, with that, did it? Like he's just still. No, the relevant. shit he was saying. Oh, I don't know. I figured he was in prison by now. No, he's know. still tattooing and shit. Oh god. Yeah. But the shit he was saying to people, like, okay, usually I would say like words don't mean shit. He's but talking it does, to a kid. Yeah. Like he's talking to a kid. If you if this was my fucking kid to catch a predator, shit. I would fucking stab him in his mouth a million fucking times. He was like. So, baby, you know, like, I really like it that you're young, and I'll come into a fucking cup and make you drink it because I'm a fucking freak like that. And it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? If you say that to a fucking child, like, we're talking 15, I think it was 15. I hope I'm not, I actually, I hope I am wrong, and she was 25. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 15. That's a fucking kid, dog. That's not, like, that's not a fucking person that's, like, kind of a grown-up. Like that's the, a kid. Uh, OPP, Oklahoma Predator Prevention. Do you follow them on social media? I thought you meant other people's pussy. No, OPP, Oklahoma Predator <laughs> Prevention. They, uh, they'll get, get online. <laughs> yeah, they'll get online and, like, act like a 12-year-old and talk to, like, a 30-something-year-old, and they catch them and, like, put them on blast on social media. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I did not know about this, but here's the we thing. We kind of went way off topic. OPP. But yeah. <laughs> I know what You know Naughty by Nature, Yeah, right? yeah, OPP. Okay. Other people, I was like... They couldn't call it Oklahoma molester prevention just for OMP. They wanted, they wanted OPP, I guess, because it, it it's popped. catchy. Yeah, get, it down, a, get down with OPP. It already had a following. Dude, I could make a fucking beat for them, and then I could rap over it and be like, fucking predators coming out of the fucking thing. We're going to catch them with a thing. <laughs> and put a little auto tune on it and be like, catching predators, OPP. And I don't mean other people pussy. Like, put a little, wah, you know what I'm saying? That could work. Fucking grand gate. Okay, gangster shit. Um, I no, forgot. I did not know about this. Yeah, I forgot. What I don't we even. Were on we were talking about, about tattoos and comedians, person, and then we comedians. got into yeah. Dalia led to Acosta, not Andres. Wait, what's Lacoste? Lacoste. 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 Something. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, fuck Chris, that dude. Chris Dalia. Yeah. I, but yeah. the thing is, I don't know about Chris Dalia. Like, I don't think. I hope he's not a kid fucker. I I think what he was doing is he likes people right at the cusp of 18 because it's legal, but they're young and impressionable, which is still pretty fucking weird. And I don't like it, but I hope that I'm right about that. So at least it's less fucked up because I do like his stand-up. So like, he's say he did, fuck. like... I would never go see his stand-up shows. Would you watch him or listen to him? <laughs> if it was previous, like it was old and it came on but Pandora... But his new shit, you wouldn't no, like... You... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't entertain the idea of doing anything that, that contributed to me feeling like I'm supporting him after I knew. Right. But I could support the version of him that I didn't know yet. I know that doesn't make any sense because he still You'll makes more money. remember him as he was. What? Yeah. yeah. No, like, because, okay, I I wouldn't not watch the Cosby show right now. Like, if it was fucking on at 2 in the morning and I was high as fuck, I'd probably be like, Denise is fucking fine, dog. Let me smoke this weed. I don't even know which one Denise is. She's probably ugly as fuck. But the point is, I would watch the Cosby show. I... I thought Cosby was probably fucked up. I didn't think he was a rapist, but I thought he was a really fucking big I asshole. I thought it was like clickbait. Never was like. No, when it came out, I did too. But I'm saying I thought from watching the Cosby show and then hearing Cosby like do stand up, I thought he was a fucking hilarious guy. And then I heard how he criticized other people in their stand up, 
And then I realized he's that gay preacher that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite go-to. Like, the gay preacher that fucks dudes all the time smokes meth. But, I, okay, who's somebody that's, like, righteous as fuck right now? That's just, like, telling everybody how to live their lives and shit. I mean, Ellen's going down. I don't even know what for. Uh, Oprah's going for down. For being mean, I guess. That's like, it? Yeah, I guess they she said had something a hostile, about being a hostile work, work environment. environment. Like, dude, she's a fucking billionaire, right? At least a multimillionaire. Somewhere she's rich as there. fuck. I don't think most people get that rich without being a little bit of a dick sometimes. Like, and they're probably stressed the fuck out. Like, if you wanted to go through my whole life and just highlight the bad shit I've done or the fucking attitude I've thrown at people, like, you could make me look like a fucking monster. But if you talk to everybody that knows me, they'd be like, 99% of the time, as nice and reasonable as you can imagine. 1% of the time, probably having an anxiety attack. <laughs> like, like you catch me at the right day, I freak the fuck out, dude. I can't, like, I can't, 90% of me being polite is a fucking act. It's a ruse. Like, I'm, I respect you, so I'm going to be polite to you. But if you say something fucking stupid, you know how hard it is for me not to be like, you fucking moron? Like, that's what happens in my head. I bite my tongue sometimes. Right. Like, yeah. You should. It's polite. It's nice. Like, but that's what I'm doing all the fucking time, like, around a, a lot of people. Like, anytime I'm not at a tattoo shop or my house, I'm probably fucking holding a lot in. Like, same with Delia. <laughs> His last stand-up, he was like, I bite my tongue a lot. Like, because he'll be in line at Starbucks, and the mm -hmm. guy will be like, hey, I want a black coffee. And he'll be like, oh, I want a black coffee, just to fuck with the guy in front of him. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess shit like that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Like, the thing, like, about that, though, I really like Chris Delia's stand-up. So, just as... As a fan of his work, I would like it if everything he did was not tainted in my head by him being a fucking perp. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure people still watch Ron Jeremy porn, and apparently even though people paid him to fuck, he also was a rapist? That throws me off. It's confusing, too. I was like, hold on. So you get paid to fuck, and you're still raping? That's fucking weird. It was This is my guess. I didn't read into it at all. I'm guessing... Some of the actors didn't want to work with him, and he didn't give them an option in a physical way, which would be rape. Like, I think... I think but why he, did they show up on set? To that's work? what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, my thoughts on it are maybe... Maybe he thinks he... Like, I know this sounds really fucked up. I'm not trying to defend rape at all. But, like, maybe he thought, this is work, not sex. I'm just making you do your job. I know that sounds really fucking crazy, but that was what popped in my head as soon as I saw I was like, a fucking porn star is a rapist? Like, that doesn't even fucking... And then I was also like, wait, hold up. If it's your job, but you're obsessed with it, but you hate doing it for work, maybe you just go to the alley and rape bitches. I don't fucking know. Like, there's something wrong with that dude, clearly. Like, I haven't heard that one. That's yeah. the only thing I could think. I was like, okay, so think about it like this. If if somebody's job is to make coffee and you own Starbucks, like, you're 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 the franchise owner if that's a I don't know if it's technically that's how it works or if Starbucks owns Starbucks let's say you own Lulu's to make it more fun there we go you're the lady that owns Lulu's coffee and you hire a person and they go I really don't like making lattes and you go bitch you're gonna make a fucking latte right now like I'm paying you you can either quit or make a latte with a latte that's employer status that's you doing your job yeah. and saying these are your options you shouldn't call them a bitch while you're doing it but th those that's you're just laying out their options saying you can either quit or you can do this in the porn world, I would say it's probably like the comedy world, the tattoo world, the acting world. Like, you can fucking cancel people. So people would probably, like, I, even back then, like a long time ago, I feel like Ron Jeremy's big name, like maybe 
he was like, no, you're going to do this scene. I don't care what you think, which is the difference between my job and his job is that's rape. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's I'm guessing that it's something like that or he's sicker than I would have imagined. But I mean, I don't think anybody thinks porn stars are mentally healthy. Like, like, do you think most porn stars have it together? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'll like, assume something fucked up happened to them. To like, I mean, unless they just like to fuck and then they're like, I, I like money. And I, then, I don't want anybody to watch. Exactly. Yeah. But, shit, I don't know. <laughs> fuck, I mean, it's like strippers. I mean, Right. Yeah, some strippers, I've seen some strippers that really have it together and they're like, dude, like it was this or work at fucking regular jobs. Like they'll work two days a week, make a ton of money. One of my clients is dating a stripper that works in Dallas. She lives here. That speaks volumes of how much money she makes alone. I'm like, wait, you work two days a week? You just drive up there to stay in a hotel? She's like, yeah, five stars, write it off. I was like, wait, you do taxes? Shit, you're a real stripper then. Like, look Legit at that. shit. Like, you're fucking paying taxes on that shit? But yeah, she said, you know, first off, she's like, no tattoos. Very attractive. Very normal looking. Like, kind of, like I wouldn't say wholesome, but she doesn't look like what you would think when you say stripper. Like, just what pops in an old dude's head. She works at a bar that caters to older guys that have a lot of money and they all know she works just a few days a week. She's not actually going to fucking go home with them. She's not actually going to suck their dick. She's not actually going to fucking go to college with the money they're giving her, but they give her extra fucking money. Not just there. Like she's on like a payroll with these dudes just so that they have a girl they take care of. Like they're rich. That's just what they do. And I was like, wait, so how much money you like? I usually don't ask people, but I was like, how much money is like a good night for a stripper in Dallas? She was like, um, 1800 to 2000. I was like, for a fucking night? How long do you work? <laughs> like, and and that's, she's working. She's not, you know, hustling constantly all night. I think she said she works about four hours. And then that's the night today getting paid, like, the just the tips. She yeah. also gets some kind of actual pay to be there. And then she also gets paid separately from that. That's just what she got tipped in a few hours of just dancing not including stage time. If she goes on stage, apparently she makes like double, but for some reason she separates that because it's like different thing. I don't fucking know. But there's nights where she just goes in and walks around and makes a fucking ton of money. Yeah, I wasn't like, I don't know, like the strip pub scene. Like I don't really ever, I've been like once, but I watched that movie, The Hustle. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn, there's like science there's behind it. To yeah. It. Well, the thing is you're, okay, so as a stripper, your job is just to get people to want to give you money and you need to figure out what it is, what brought them to the strip club. Obviously, they want to see titties. That's number one. So your titties need to be out. They're probably either lonely or fucking letting off some steam. Like they're probably either like they're fucking married, their wife's out of town for the weekend, or their wife said, hey, you can go have fun with the boys tonight. But, you know, and they have all this pent up shit and they're just ready to fucking go crazy. And they figure out which guys to go to. And they try to find like the guy that's going to spend the most right now. They leave him for the guy that's going to spend the most over the next year. And it's all that shit. And then they all have stories. Like I tattoo a lot of strippers. Um, they usually will tell you they're going to college. They'll usually tell you they have a kid. And they'll usually say like stripping's not, you know, their real plan. They have like big goals. Like that way people feel good and justified about paying them. So if I pay a girl that goes, after I do this, I'm actually going to go out back and buy a fucking little bag of Coke. I'm going to snort that shit up. I'm going to go fuck my boyfriend. He's a loser. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't want a job. I give him $500 every night, and then he fucking beats me. Probably not going to throw any money at him, right? Right, yeah. But if they say, I just really want to be a dentist, and I'm you know halfway through school, I'm going to OU, all this shit, I'm really interested in it, and they just learn a few things about the terminology that would go with being a dentist, 
I want to give them money. And I don't even fucking know these bitches. And I don't like giving money to anybody for free. I like them to suck my dick first and then go on stage. No, I'm just fine. But, <laughs> but it, like, that's crazy. Like, but yes, they have a thing. They have to, they have it all dialed in. And one of the girls I tattooed a lot, a long time ago, she said, like, usually she would get, you know, a night or two a week where she made nothing. And then she'd get a night or two a week where she made, like, fucking two or three Gs. And I was like, this is in Wichita Falls. <laughs> like, I don't know who the fuck's going around spending money, but there was a guy that went to the strip club every night. They called him Batman. He drove a fucking Corvette that he thought looked like the Batmobile. And this guy thought he was the coolest motherfucker alive. And he made good money. He's an oil filled guy. Like, oh, okay, that explains. Good money, but not go throw around fucking five Gs at the strip club every night money. He would throw, like, apparently he would hand every single person a $100 bill that was in there. Just period. Every fucking day. Turns out he made almost exactly how much money he spent at the strip club. He didn't actually have any fucking money left. That's all. He, he just did that. He was behind on his bills, just fucking giving people money. And to he, feel good for Yeah, he did it because it made him feel good. Because he, people went, oh, Batman's here. I'm going to get some fucking money. And he did it once, and then he had to do it again. And he's addicted to the feeling of making people think he's rich. And I, I mean, I tattooed him once. He gave my fucking... I think it was my apprentice's girlfriend, but the girl behind the desk that he thought worked there, he's like, here you go, baby, hundred bucks. Here you go, here you go. Gave us all hundred dollars. Like, I was like, I already got paid 500. You don't have to, so he gave me a hundred dollar tip and then a hundred dollars as like a thing he passes around. And I asked a few people, I was like, how the fuck, like what does he And then he, he couldn't own? eat that night and shit. Yeah, was, no, yeah. I mean, he, I'm sure he ate. But I don't know, like, yeah. I was like, does he own the oil field? Like, what the fuck? And they were like, no, dude, that Corvette, like, his payment's super fucking high on it because he has really bad credit because he doesn't pay for his other shit. And and he was, like, bragging about how they delivered it to him. It was, like, a fucking, like, Brian's Car Corner type shit. Like, they got it used, had a cool kid on it, and he paid, like, double market value for it, and they brought it to his driveway because he's stupid. And I was like, yeah, I would bring it to your driveway, too, if I'm selling a fucking $30,000 car for sixty. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Long story short, strippers are people, too. <laughs> sex work is work <laughs> you gotta fucking get your paper but no I really do think like and not say anything negative about them I mean I'm fucked up too but like I think to become a porn star you probably have to have something a little off um, but like the OnlyFans shit I totally get like that you're just doing shit you would do anyway and then you're filming it and uh, apparently Mary Lee works with like a whole gang of girls that just started doing OnlyFans like one of them was doing it and then she's making a bunch of money She's, like, walking people's dogs I thought it was shit. about sports. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I never heard of OnlyFans. <laughs> and then, like, there was, like, a little comedy video. Oh, my God. And they're like, make sure you go delete your OnlyFans. And I was like, what's... I never like, heard of uh, it. Is that, like, a sports, like sports betting website? Or is some that... shit? And then... OnlyFans does sound like that, though. It sounds like it would be, like, um, what's that betting website everybody goes to to bet on sports? Ah, fuck. I see it all the time on the UFC fights. Uh, DraftKings? Yeah, DraftKings. Sure. It yeah. sounds like a DraftKings-type website. Yeah, OnlyFans. Who are you voting for for the presidents? Or not voting for, uh, betting on. I'm going to bet on Trump. I'm going to put, like, 50 bucks on Trump. And what's the... He gave everybody 1,200 bucks. No, I'm just so, betting. I don't uh, want him to win. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, Trump will win. You live you live in Oklahoma, though, and you say that. If we said that in California, what do you think people would say? Uh, they probably flip shit, but... So how many... Like, do you know how the Electoral College works? Because I don't really get it. I'm not into politics. Like, I it just... pisses everybody <laughs> off. They're like, are you a Democrat or, like, Republican? I'm like, no. no. Neither. Like, <laughs> Same. Yeah. Not voting. And they're like, well, it makes an impact. You got to know who's going to fucking win. Yeah. I'm, like, nah, I'm very, really. 
interested in politics, but I'm not into politics. This is like, I I couldn't put myself on one side. Like, okay, so let's make a model Republican. Like, that means you like guns, you're anti-abortion, you want as close to equal taxes for wealthy people as poor people as possible, less, less like, uh, social security type things, less fucking food stamps and shit. What else is, like, a Republican thing? Like... That I know anti-abortion pro-gun is very like, yeah. and I love guns, and I I don't think anybody likes abortions. I don't think anybody's like that sounds fun. I think people understand. You know, I like when there's, there's like the people it. saying, oh, "I'm gonna take the guns away. No one can own a gun." That's not <laughs> realistic. I don't <laughs> see that happening. Well, no, like, it can't. And um, then, it can in Australia because they have less people, and yeah. they, and they still have guns. Like I've tattooed some people from Australia. Like, no, everybody's dad has a fucking gun though. Like nobody there, like our age has a gun, but everybody's dad has a gun. That's what they told me. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it's just not for me. Like, I know enough just to have like a quick conversation about politics, but right. Or I just like to make people mad. Like if I hear someone saying, "Oh, <laughs> fuck Trump," I'm like, "No." Nah, pro-Trump all the no, way. No, I fucking love him, man. Yeah, He's or like, if someone's like, I, I love him, like, I hate him. Like, yeah, fucking yeah. Biden is great. You know, I love Biden. Um, but, okay, so let's say that we're, we have to define ourselves and put us in a box. First off, half those things that I just said would describe me and the other half would be anti-me. Now, go to, like, the opposite. I, I think you could put me in more in a libertarian category, maybe. I don't fucking know. But, like, a Republican versus a Democrat is what we're conventionally looking at, right? So a Democrat would be somebody that loves the idea of people being able to live without fucking having to work 40 hours a week and, like, can survive. Like, survivable wages. That seems fair to me. Um, a Democrat would probably usually be anti-gun, pro-abortion, um, less less penalties for drugs, where Republicans might be more... So you could pick out all these things, and I would literally check, like, if you put 100 boxes on each, I'd probably be, like, 49 and 51 or something. I mean, and I think that's everybody I know. I don't think anybody I know that's not a fucking hillbilly is either one. And I think there's a ton of, like, super liberal people until you talk to them. You go, well, what do you think about guns? They're like, well, shit, I'll shoot a gun. Okay, well, then you can't be fully liberal. You got to have a little, like— and then if you say the same thing to a super Republican person, you say, like, uh, so you want people to fucking not have food stamps even if they, you know, lost their job to automation and they're trying to figure it out? They're like, well, no, I think sometimes it's okay. It's kind of hard to, like, I mean, I don't know if that's a good analogy, but it. I don't think many people are actually, if you separate them from their fucking teams, I don't think anybody's a fucking liberal or a Republican or a fucking any of that. Like, can you, run and, can you run and not be anything? Like, you can not... run as a uh, – what the fuck is it? Like they're like a Republican. Independent. Independent. Uh, independent. Yeah. yeah, you can run as independent and you could say like, you know, I, I'm not Republican nor Democrat and I think we should do like a flat tax because it's fucking efficient and uh, I'm not going to fuck with abortion. Like you guys figure it out state to state. That's not my job. And uh, I'm not going to fuck with guns. You guys already got them state to state again. And then it, by the end of saying all that shit, people are like, okay, you sound libertarian. <laughs> like like the only way to not be one or the other pretty much is to be like lean towards libertarian, which is basically just pro fucking freedom and choosing what you want to do as a human with your own body, which seems fair. Like the guys that I – okay, I personally – I hate it when people say that we should make like more strict laws on drugs and arrest people for fucking smoking weed, which is pretty rare 
take now. But I also think that everybody that rides a motorcycle should wear a helmet. And if you're riding a motorcycle and you're not wearing a helmet, you're a fucking moron. That being said, I'm glad we don't have a helmet law here because I think it's nice for people to be able to be a moron. Like, I support your right to do stupid shit. Do what you want. If you're wearing a helmet, thank you. If you're not wearing a helmet, fuck you. You're stupid. Unless it's a moped and you're in your neighborhood and you're drunk, then it's fine. Is that a good note to end on? Did anything happen to you on a motorcycle? Or? Not me, no. Oh, okay. I, I saw a guy's brains uh, and I didn't like it. And so I already was very like, why not put a helmet on? I've rode motorcycles a lot and I've rode one without a helmet before. And it, it does feel better, obviously, to have air hitting your fucking face. I get it. Um, but putting a helmet on, you barely notice a difference. You're going to get sweaty either way. The sweat stays in there. That's about it. The advantages to a helmet are you're less likely to fucking die. You're less likely to be a burden on your family being a fucking full-blown bedridden retard from wrecking. And you're also probably able to hear your music better if you put AirPods in now. But I haven't rode a motorcycle since AirPods came out, so, you know. Like, I see. Like, I don't, I don't have a motorcycle. Like, I don't know shit about them, really. <laughs> I know a lot like, about them. I love I, them, I've seen them, like, they have, like, a, a radio on them. Mm-hmm. And it plays fucking music really loud. Yes, And I stupid. don't understand the concept behind it at all. I don't get it at all. They can hear it, but it's fucking retarded. Don't do it. Like, if you want to hear music, put fucking headphones on. Like, if that's really what you want to do. But if you have a fucking Harley, it's got, like, a cushy seat and a big-ass fucking wind thing, and you got the, the rest to put your fucking feet up, get a car. Like, you're trying to be comfortable, get a car. If you're trying to have fun, get a motorcycle. Those are your options. Do you wear your seatbelt? Yes, or every time. Very pro seatbelt? Very pro seatbelt. I had a 57 that didn't have seatbelts, and oh. the cops said I needed seatbelts. Nope. 62 or older, you don't have to wear them. Yeah, or is was, it 65? I don't know, I but I was like, it didn't come with seatbelts. Right. Whenever they made this. Yeah. Like, you got to put something nope. in it. Nope, it's illegal to put a seatbelt in it. Wait, no, it's not illegal. So in Oklahoma, it is not illegal to ride ride or drive without a seatbelt. I think it's 65 or older. It could be 60. I don't know why it's at 62. I think it's 65. There's a year that if your car is older than that, you don't have to have a seatbelt. The reason is because in states where they enforce the seatbelt stuff so much, people try to put seatbelts in them. They'll do dangerous shit to try to make a seatbelt work, and it'll actually be worse. So I'm not saying all cars. But I don't like, say the cop's name. He was like a piece of rope. You can just put a piece of rope across it. And that'll be a seatbelt. And I was like, nope. Wait, can you say the cop's name very quietly while we mute the mics? I mean, I don't know what his actual name. He had a mustache and he was on a motorcycle and he had really tall boots. Very old guy, kind of chubby. So you just described every motorcycle cop. Uh, they know. wear fucking it, he's, stripper he's boots. He's like the only one like I've ever seen on a motorcycle in Lawton. Wait, is he on a Harley or one of those Kawasaki's? The old, the older ones, the Harley. The white. Okay. Um, He's pulled me over twice. I think I've seen him. He didn't pull me over either. I was just getting gas. And he was like, nice car. I was like, thank you. He's like, seatbelt. Do you still have it? I sold it. What was it? It was a 57 Pontiac Chieftain. Oh, dude, you should have kept it. I wanted to. I love shit like that. Um, Anyway, yeah, I think I'm not pro seatbelt law. I'm pro (laughs) seatbelt. Like, I do. I think it's stupid to fucking drive around in a car without a seatbelt knowing you could wreck and fly out the fucking window. That being said, I also, like, was... I'm still trying to diagnose myself, but so sleep deprived that I was fucking like suicidal until I was in my late 20s, mid 20s at least, my whole fucking life. Like legitimately, I just was like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? Kill me. Don't kill me. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Then I had a kid. It took like a year off of it. I had a year where I was like, oh, I'm fine. I love being alive. I need to be alive for this little thing. Take care of her. And then I got delirious again. And even then I put my fucking seatbelt on because I was like, I don't want to fucking half die. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking be uh, happy. It was always drilled in my head. Like, hey, put your seatbelt on. So oh, I, wasn't allowed to wear, I wasn't allowed to wear a seatbelt until I moved out. <laughs> my dad would get mad if I wore a seatbelt. My dad thinks seatbelts are dangerous. 
So maybe I'm just a rebel. I don't know. I mean, in a sense, I guess. I, don't I know. can't think of a single time when I see Mustang. I don't know. I mean, I guess it could cause harm and save you at the same time. No, like Death Leopard, no, their are... drummer got his arm ripped off by a seatbelt. Yeah, but what if he died without it or went fine? Who knows? Okay, well, that's cool because he can still drum his ass off with one arm, which makes Def Leppard way cooler. So fuck it. But uh, my grandpa, not my grandpa, my uncle, my dad's brother, did have an accident where they said. Had he been wearing a seatbelt, he might have died. So my dad has, like, a valid reason to believe that. It's just, like, that was in a fucking, like, old shitty car, and I'm driving a fucking newer car with a good seatbelt and airbags and shit. Like, I want all that shit to work. My dad won't wear a seatbelt. I don't think my mother-in-law wears a seatbelt either. I think they just think it's a terrible fucking thing to do. And it's, like, I don't remember putting my seatbelt on fucking ever it's always on i don't it's not like oh man remember that time i was putting my seatbelt on it really fucked up my day like it's just it's on two seconds it's like wiping your ass i remember way more thoroughly because sometimes if i don't have my like at the house i don't have a bidet today i took a shit i had to wipe like eight times like have you ever forgot though to wipe no (laughs) that has not happened yet (laughs) is that a thing that happens i don't know i never use a bidet but i think people that have one and they're in the situation where they don't have one do they forget and just stand up no or no no you can feel when there's shit in your ass cheeks, dog. Like, you know your asshole is, like, greasy and covered in, like, fucking Taco Bell juice. Is there one at 32? Yeah. I want to use it next time. I think I'm going to get two for my house. I have two bathrooms at my house. I think I'm going to get two bidets. I was thinking about it, and I was like, dude, I'm going to clog the toilet up. I've wiped, like, eight times, flushed fucking. I'm on my third flush. This shit's getting ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, if I had a bidet, I wouldn't even need a plunger. Just fucking shit, spray it, give it a little pat-pat fucking assholes shining then eating ass seems way less risky everything's good are they expensive no like 100 bucks that's it yeah yeah tushy.com dog sponsor me bitches uh that's another thing if tushy sponsored my podcast then my daughter could see the numbers and be like oh and she'd actually be like legitimately seeing something that's real i barely fucking paid for a microphone (laughs) like shit's not how old is she she's nine nine okay so like to her, like a hundred bucks is like, oh shit. No, she's she, she knows money now. Or? She knows money. It's fucked up. She'll go like, so how much is that house? I'm like, uh, that house is over one million dollars. And she goes, how long would that take you to make? And I go, how about we go? How long would that take you to make if you got a real job? <laughs> Don't make me feel bad about myself right now. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, this is, this is gonna take you a minute, bitch. You're fucking nine. Go get a job today. You could buy that house if you didn't spend any money. Live with me until you buy that house. You could buy that house when you're fifty. <laughs> like that's a lot of fucking money, dude. Um, but yeah, she she discovered Zillow recently. We let her download Zillow on her phone. I thought it was cute. I was like, yeah, you can do Zillow. She's not being a realtor. Dude, she's fucking shopping for houses. She's like, Dad, you should buy this one. It has five bedrooms. That means we all have one, and then we have, like, an extra one. And you could do massages in there and tattoos and podcasts and whatever. You could use it for anything. And I was like, you have a good way of selling me on a five-bedroom house. Like, you're you're smart. I like this. And then, you know, two hours later, she's like, check this one. I was for rent. We wouldn't even have to buy it. It's only 1700 a month. You could just rent it. And I'm like, yeah, actually, that's not a bad way to look at it. We could just rent it. You're right. When you just think about it as just money and I just have to go to work every she's day. She's going to, like, be <laughs> very smart with her money then. No, like... she's going to waste all her fucking – dude, okay. Here's my frustrations and the things I adore about that child all in one. She's really fucking smart, like really like annoying smart. Like it's fucking nuts how smart she is. And then she'll go, I want to be a millionaire. And I go, okay, cool. Um, How do you plan to do that? 
I'll just like be a tattoo artist and a singer or something. Okay, well, that's so far a good plan. That's what I do. I'm a professional rapper and a tattooer. So uh, you're on the right track, little lady. And then she'll be like, I think I should probably draw so I can be a good tattooer. I'm like, you're, dude, I'm so impressed with everything you're saying. Three hours later, I'll be like, hey, I need help with something. I'll give you $5. And she's like, mm, I don't feel like it. I'm like, what, what the she's fuck just happened? Though, no, I don't give a fuck. It'll happen eventually, no, maybe. I'm going to be hard on her. No, I'm just playing. I don't care. So if she was if like, because I have a daughter now. I mean, she's only one, but I think about shit like in the oh, future. Oh, it's bad. Like, if she's like, hey, like, fuck high school. Fuck it. I don't care. You don't care? No, I'll let her make all the decisions. I, I, will, I will tell her, I think you should do this or not do this a hundred times. But once she's at an age, like if she's like fucking, how old do you go to high school at? 18, I guess. 17, you just, 18. You just, that's graduate. Yeah, like, oh, you mean like all like together? How, how old do you start high school at? I, I don't know. I didn't go to school at all. So oh, I don't shit. know. Any, yeah, I don't Home know. School or? That's what my mom says, yeah. I have no education. And you, I guess you start I, at four years old. That's like preschool, and then you like you're done with school when you're like seven. I was 18. done at school when I was seven. <laughs> so I would have loved that. No, I I'm hated saying school. when you go from middle school to high school, what age are you? That's what I mean. Okay, so high school you start roughly <laughs> at fourteen. Is that what you're okay, saying? Yes. Okay. So if she's fourteen. No, I would say no. You got to do a couple years. If she was like sixteen and she said, "Hey, I've done a bunch of it." Yeah, this like is my plan. Year, second, this like is, third yeah. year of high school. She's like, I'm not fucking doing it. I want to drop out, take the GED test, and then I'm going to go get a job. I would be like, you know, fuck it. I, yeah, do whatever you want to do. I want you to make decisions that are what you think are best for you. And then I want you to make some regrettable decisions. That way you can be a better person. Because if you only make good decisions and you only have guidance, you don't actually learn shit. Like, if I told you exactly how to do everything for your whole fucking life, and then I died... How the fuck would you wipe your own ass? And like, I know a lot of people like that too. Yeah. Like it's, so it's, it's intense. Mistakes are fucking healthy, dude. Like it's so crazy when people are like, man, I just don't want him to get hurt. I'm like, dog, I don't want my, I like, don't construe this to, I want my kids to get hurt. I definitely don't. It fucking breaks my heart when they get injured. Like they never get injured that bad. But like, I freak the fuck out. If their fucking head hits the ground, even on carpet, I'm like, <gasps> I'm freaking the fuck out inside. Outside. I'm like, you're good. You're tough. It's fine. Like. You learn not to fucking jump off of that thing like that. Like, I mean, I know a guy who's my age. I won't say his name because he's pretty <laughs> fucked up. But uh, his mom still takes him to get his hair cut because he can't say how he wants it cut. I think I tattooed him. <laughs> nah, you, you didn't. He has no tattoos. I had this motherfucker come in. You yeah. know him too. You oh, know shit. this guy. All right, well, tell yeah. me after. I tattooed this guy and his mom came. And it's not entirely his fault. Like, he was actually really cool. But his mom came with him, and she knew what she wanted him to want. And that's what he was going to get until I said, what time do you have to be at work? <laughs> and she was like, 3 o'clock? I was like, all right, cool. Um, let me draw this up. I just drew till about 2.45, didn't draw shit, just <laughs> waited until that left. And I was like, all right, what do you want? You're fucking 22 years old. What do you want? Like, he was like, dude, I just want the fucking pocket watch that says the, the time and a rose. I know she wants all this crazy stuff. I don't fucking know why. It's a memorial piece. It's for my grandpa. Fucking no idea why she's like that, but thank you. I appreciate it. And I was like, yeah, man, I would say move out and don't tell her what you're doing. Yeah, because <laughs> like, when this dude was like, where do you get your hair cut at? And I'm like, oh, such and such barbershop. You go to the place with that G-Wagon in front of it, don't you? Yeah. Hot something. Hot mess. With the cat. They got the cat and the G-Wagon. Is that the, the it's bald in front cat? Of, in front of Elite Skin Art. Yeah. Yeah, I just know they got a cat and a G-Wagon. I mean, I've been there, but, oh. like, 
I mainly go to like go ice trays one. or simple cuts. Or, ice trays is dope. Or uh, king of cuts. Or Somebody's gonna, Lake. dude. They're gonna start fucking hating you. Gotta pick one. Ice trays all day, bitch. I don't know. Ice like, trays is cool. You I've know had Kevin? some good, good and bad experiences everywhere, but mainly. No, that's true. I think when you have ten barbers in one place, just like, because what if one's like off that day and you need a haircut? Are you just gonna wait? Or are you gonna go to somebody else? So me personally, uh, I don't give a flying fuck what my hair looks like at all. Um, I do. My hair's thinning. Uh, I wear a hat a lot, but even when I wasn't wearing a hat a lot, I kind of didn't brush my hair for like, I would brush it like once a month for probably like five years. I don't really, you know, it's not my thing. Oh, I've been crazy about my hair. I think my hair looks better when it's fucked now up. Now it's like receding and getting thin. I'm like, fuck. But you got that like fucking swooshy thing going. Yeah. I can't tell. It a looks like pompadour like shit. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Barbershop. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, yeah, but this dude was like, yeah, I wouldn't even know what to say if I went to a barbershop. I was like, what do you mean? Like, how do you get your hair cut? He's like, my mom tells him. And they Listen. Think and he said they think I'm slow. I was like, <laughs> shit. Bitch, you sound a little slow now. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to take you, and you sit down and tell him exactly how you want your fucking hair cut. And he's like, I can't do it. Are you serious? Yeah. He how couldn't. old? He's 20. I'm 27. He's 28 or 29. Oh my god! He's gonna listen to this, and be like, "I fucking hate you so much." Well, at least but, you didn't call him out. Like, yeah, not by but the thing name. is, all right, as your friend that I am not, because I don't even fucking—I mean, I might know him, but I don't know him that well. Dude, here's what you gotta do. First off, you gotta go fuck your own bitch. Like, you gotta get out there. Uh, he hasn't done that either. You gotta get your own yeah. nut. Like, you gotta get away from mommy, and you gotta bust a nut. Doesn't matter what she looks like, bust a nut, and then take care of that lady like she's you and you're her mom. Until you realize that you can be a leader and then go get you some fine bitches. Start smoking weed, too. But first, go get a fucking haircut. Get a fucking haircut by yourself. Dude, that's the thing. I actually, like, I don't want to be fucking dependent on people and I don't want to have to be around people. I'm never fucking alone, man. I would love to go get a haircut by myself. But if I get a haircut, I have to bring Asher because he likes getting haircuts with me and I don't get haircuts that often. And, like, it's one of the things that we do together. He's like, ah. That's cool, though. Like, father, son. Right. And I would love to do that. But the thing is, then I got to go, okay, so I got to take Mila on a coffee date on uh, Sunday at, like, noon. And then I got to take Brylan to dinner uh, Monday night. That way, on Tuesday, I can take Asher so we can go get haircuts, which is the worst fucking thing to do because I'm teaching my kids that life is fair because I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I know I shouldn't. This is, like, the uh, that's the one you, thing. I'm, you split your time up with them, though. Yeah, I try to. It is good because then they all feel like they're equally, like, cared for and shit. But it's also bad because they are not used to things being not fair. And I'm like, how do I – I don't want to be the source of unfair. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want the world to be the source of unfair. And that's not good. I should fix that. Like, I should probably occasionally just be like, hey, Asher and I are going shooting guns. You guys fucking do girl shit. Like, and then the next week or six months later, whatever, be like, Brylon and I are going to go to dinner. You guys go do something, you know. Um, but the thing is, like, Brandy has to take a fucking back burner half the time because, I, like, she understands. <laughs> and then I can spend time with her at night. And then it's like that takes a toll on your fucking relationship as adults because you're trying to be the best dad you can be. And then when you're trying to be a good dad, you're not being a very good husband. And then if you're trying to be a good husband... You're not being a very good dad. And if you're being a good dad to that kid, those two get neglected. And those two, you got to neglect that one. And it's a whole fucking thing. You're always fucked up and wrong. Like, See, I'm cool with one kid for now. One kid. Yeah. One lady. No po- polygamy. No fucking swinging. No fucking bisexual trisomes and shit. Don't fucking eightsomes, whatever. Don't. Mm-mm. Just 
tie her to the bed or something, fucking light some shit on fire, put some candles, pour hot wax on her, whatever freaky shit. Don't bring other people in. It's not worth it. Also, what's your take on that shit? I know a lot of people that do that now. Threesomes and bringing other people in and truples, thruples, whatever the fuck they call them. I guess it's not for me. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds hard. I'm it saying sounds I complicated. Got, it sounds hard as fuck. Like the, uh, what is it called, sister wives? Yes. Yeah, sounds fucking horrible. The guy just comes home, he's like, hey, I have like eight wives. I'm like, I couldn't. No, he's got like three houses, though. He's smart. Still, that's that a dude. lot to keep up with. <laughs> he's like, all right, you stay way the fuck away from her because I need one not bleeding every, all the time. So these three bleed, you don't bleed at that time, okay? Like, he's got it all planned out. He's fucking all the time. Also, my middle name is Solomon, which now people will know that in the win contest on Facebook, which I'm named after the biggest pimp of all time. He had over 300 wives. Think about this. If you have Solomon. Solomon. I would have never Bible. thought that would be your middle name. No, my parents love Jesus. So I love that they love fucking because they want to name me after a super fucker if they don't love fucking. So they wanted me to do a lot of fucking. But the thing is, I'm not allowed to fuck like hundreds of people like Solomon. But what Solomon did was he married over 300 women. And I've thought about this a lot. I only have like a hundred really steady clients and sometimes I forget their names <laughs> and sometimes I don't even know who the fuck I'm tattooing. And I'll be like, I know she's got a fucking leg sleep by me. I don't remember shit about her. I feel bad. Imagine if you were fucking them and it's your wife and you were like, what's this bitch's name again? Every fucking day, 300. That's almost the whole year. You got 65 days of not fucking. You could just have, it, you would fuck one each. Like it would be a year between fucks. And they're not allowed to fuck other people. So they're just going to be all fucking raring to go. Their shit's going to fucking pop open like a fucking like explosive little, you know, when you get the hot pocket and it's a little too much and the grease hits you in the face. Yep. It's going to hit you like a hot pocket, <laughs> son. Like it could be, oh, you got a jewel in there. I was like, you got a gold tooth? Oh, uh, yeah. I got uh, one. Dope. I thought you said I was drooling. I was no. Like, oh, did you do that yourself? Yeah. It was the very first one I did. I feel like it'd be hard. Like It, it was very complicated. It's so off center. Like, uh, it's so, not good. So should I do the Rolex? The diamond thing, should I do just a jewel? Like, could I pull off a jewel? I'm a dude, but, I'm, you know. Gotta, you got a gold tooth. I do got a gold tooth. I need another one right here, but I got to get, I got a lot of dental work so I got to get what done. tooth would you put it on if you were to get, like, not a gold tooth, but the gym? The gym right here. Or right here. Right here. That guy. I say do the Rolex. Okay. I vote Rolex. Rolex it is, I think. Or we can make Brandy mad and do the swords. Both. I got more than one tooth. True. See, the thing is, like, she said something about both of them the other day, and she came into the shop, and I said I, I couldn't decide. And I was like, well, I was thinking the Rolex thing, but I didn't think you seemed like you were into it. And she's like, I don't care. It's your teeth. And I was like, I actually don't smile and look at you when I'm fucking. I probably have my mouth closed when I'm fucking, right? It's dark anyway. That's the only time you're looking at my face. And that's not, you know, so usually I'm trying to hit it from different angles and shit. You're not going to have them looking at your face that much. Lifting but, your lip up so she yeah, can see Yeah, I don't it. think it's that big of an issue. I just don't want her to be like mid-fuck and be like, oh, this guy. Like, Fucking swords and right. Rolex crowns. I want to be throwing the dang-a-lang hard and her be like, yes. Was she for is... the actual gold tooth you got? No, she's very anti-gold tooth. And I'm getting another one. And I'm very is anti- Is it real? Like, did they pull it's your tooth gold. out and put a- Oh, no, gold. it's a it's a crown. Like okay. you would get, like when you have, let's say you have a cavity. Yeah. And they drill it. It's, I was getting a crown anyway. So that's why it's I thought one. you got your tooth fucking pulled and they put a goddamn no, like gold no, tooth in there. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. I, that's not very common. Um, like, I mean, there's <laughs> it's a, about the same price, though. There's an MMA fighter named Beck Rawlings. She got her tooth knocked out and then she got a gold, gold tooth one, yeah. put in. I thought so, you no, that So, no, you still have an implant that the gold sticks to. It's still technically a crown. And this tooth is about 80% gold. There's just like a little nub holding it in there. 
so they grind down your tooth all crazy. They make a fucking tooth based off how they think your old tooth was shaped, depending on how many parts broke off on that bitch, which for me was a few. But no, I so as a child, I neglected my fucking oral health a lot. I wasn't, I didn't know how important this shit was. Brush my teeth once a day, as per instructed by my parents. They said like two times a day is silly. Why would you do that? So I only brush my teeth at night before bed, which is better than in the morning for your teeth health. But I probably had stinky ass breath when I was a kid. I was just waking up, I fucking breathing on motherfuckers. Night. I brush them like in the morning. Yeah, I brush like, them in the morning and at night. Sometimes at night. I brush my teeth too much, like. But the point is, I've I've probably had more cavities and crazy shit than anybody I know that still has all their teeth. Like I only have, I'm only missing two teeth. One's been replaced by an implant, and then I'm actually like missing a tooth down here in the back. Um. That was because the Indian clinic had to pull that because they don't have the funds to fix anything. They can only pull teeth. Just yank it the fuck out. They don't do cleanings. They don't do crowns. They just pull them. And they'll schedule some shit a year later. I was like, wait, so when do you guys get funding again? They're like, well, we usually go a year or so without funding. And then when we get funding, we'll schedule a bunch of appointments and we'll spend our whole budget. And I was like, okay, so can you book me for February? (laughs) And then they were like, yeah, we'll book you for – so – I was supposed to go in February to get it filled if they had the money, but if they didn't, they would pull it. And before February, I went and paid a fucking dude, and I, now I just pay cash and get a – it's fucking expensive. That's another reason I don't have a meal gouge yet because, like, my teeth are going to be more than that. So far, I think I've got about 65, 7,500, something like that in there. Like, it's over six grand. I know it's over six grand in my fucking mouth. You can't tell. The gold tooth makes up, you know – 1600 one of my implants makes up another 16 the rest is just little shit and then i'm supposed to fucking fix like three or four more things back here by the time those are fixed something else is going to show up up here once it's all done i plan to get a gold tooth but that's a fuck ton of time and it's a fuck ton of money and i love my doctor or my dentist whatever dr buckner he's great if he would let me i would give him hand jobs but he said no so is that sexual harassment to ask your dentist if you can jerk him off while he does his thing? Yes. I would assume. Well, I didn't ask him. I just wanted to. But so he won't was... He won't say anything about it, though, until you make, like... So I don't pay. Like, a lot of money, maybe. Like, if you were to hit it rich and become famous, he'd be like, Andrew... Yeah, Andrew molested me. me at the play. He fingered my asshole with gloves on. Yeah. So, before we end this podcast, because I, I, I noticed it's almost midnight, uh, A, do you think that I will become so rich that people try to charge me with sex crimes from when I was at the dentist from rapping or podcasting. If you had to pick, that's question number A. That's how I do questions. You got to repeat all that. Okay. I lost track after you. Okay, okay. when I get so fucking rich that okay. people come after me for saying, hey, Dr. Buckner, can I jack you off while you do my oral? What did you uh, get rich from? For would I get rich from podcasting or, or rapping? Which do you think is more likely? I'm going to throw it down and say podcasting. So that means you think my podcast doesn't suck. It's That's good. good. You should, like, you I you like should your start podcast. Your Thank you. You should start your own. Um, so, and I'll be on yours. I've never been a guest on somebody else's. See, I was going to make one called How Much for a Sleeve and just interview tattooers. Dude, that would be fucking amazing. Like, I could be your second guest because Jason has to be your first because, like, nepotism and shit. Co-guests. Okay, no, no, no. That's too much. You do me... Jason, You're being Sarah, selfish. You want your own. I do. Okay. Me, Sarah, Jason, Megan. Bailey will be a tattoo artist by the time you make the rounds. She's an apprentice. Still counts. Uh, you get, like, the old fucking vets, like Rocky. 
I'll hook you up with Gerald Langley in Wichita Falls. He's cool as fuck. Oh, shit. I should have Gerald do my podcast. I should go see him. Never heard of him. I met Rocky. He's cool, though. Rocky's cool as fuck. He's, he's Wichita Falls Rocky. He's, like, just a crazy old dude that's fucking cool. Anyway, so podcasting hits it big. And then what other charges, like, what other accusations do you think I might be looking for? Like, when I did an underboob tattoo and my elbow touched their nipple or something? Some shit. Okay. Or maybe just, like, a sly, like, funny comment. Oh, there's a lot of that. I had one person one time, they, they were at Scooters, and my old assistant was there. And she didn't realize that my old assistant was, like, talking to her friend. But she's, they said something about Andrew, uh, me, and the quality of her tattoos. And then the lady said that I was, like, a super fucking crass, like, perverse asshole. And she was like, wait, Andrew Patterson? And she was like, yeah, he just kept talking about, like, all these girls he fucks and all this shit. And she was like, nah, he was joking, dude. That dude, like, because she was friends with my wife. She was like, that dude just, like, does tattoos, drinks coffee, and takes care of his kids. He probably doesn't even fuck his wife, man. Like, like, nothing <laughs> offends me. Like, you won't say, like, hey, Cody, like, blah, blah, blah. No, everything offends me. Oh, I'm offended like, right now. the very first time I met you was. I tried. Maybe. But no, uh, <laughs> it was for one of those midnight movies we did at the theater. Oh, okay. And it didn't happen because the movie wouldn't work. But the very first thing he said to me was, hey, if you were trying to get a girl to suck your dick, how would you ask him? <laughs> it wasn't like, that was the very first conversation we've ever had. It's probably trying it to was, get some advice. Trying it to get wasn't my, like, my hi, sucked. I'm Brandy Sosman Andrew. Nah, nice to meet you. You're the it. manager. You were just like, hey, if I was trying to get a girl to suck my dick, what would you say? And I was like, okay, I'm Cody. Nice to meet you, but... <laughs> Like, I didn't go on and be like, man, Andrew fucking offended me so bad. And he said, like, and then uh, you were doing my tattoo. Which one was it? The eye. Uh, and you were like, uh, yeah, I told Brandy, like, I was probably going to suck your dick and do a free tattoo. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I didn't sit there like, I hope he's done with this tattoo in, like, I, five minutes so I can get out of here. I'm just like, uh-huh, that was funny. I didn't think, I like, I, uh, first off, I don't remember saying either of those things, but I believe you. <laughs> but, like, I didn't, I... Until you said that, I never thought of either of those as offensive. Like, legit. It's not, offen- it's it's, not offensive. No, but somebody but else some would some people would be like, no, that's offensive. I'm saying my whole life, I've just thought that shit's funny. Like, and it's not going to fly much longer. Joey Diaz is in trouble. I'm next. It's fine. Right. But Joey Diaz whipped his fucking balls out on a live stream and got the fucking comedy store permanently banned from, uh, what's the thing Twitter owns? It's like, oh, Periscope. I was going to say Twitch they, or something. They were yeah. streaming on either Twitch or Periscope. It could have been Twitch. Whatever the platform was, they're permanently banned. Like, they cannot get an account ever again because Joey Diaz took out his fucking giant nuts and was just, like, shaking them on a live stream. Um, I personally support Joey Diaz's right to do that, but I also think they should make sure everybody's 18 or older before they can see this. Like, you can make your Instagram that way where only people over 18 can see it. But anybody can lie and just say they're over 18. Oh, shit, you're right. Can't they don't ask for ID on the when you sign up for the gram? Nah, like I, I mean, MySpace back in the day, they were like, you gotta be 16. And I was like, I was like 12. Yeah, I was yeah. like 10 or something. I was like, fuck that, I'm 16. Yeah. They weren't like, we need to see an ID. Yeah, that's true. And now I think that there's a legal age that you have to be or say you are to have any social network. It's like a law now. I think it's like 12. You know, TikTok's like half actual kids, like yeah. fucking 10 year olds. So say that company did say, hey. Everybody on here said they're 18, mm-hmm. but a 12-year-old so Joey, Joey Diaz is not Whose sad. fault is it now? Can the 12-year-old sue, or can they say, well, you fucking clicked and said you're 18? I would say as soon as you lie, you're basically committing the equivalent to perjury. Like, you're like, I would say you can't fucking on... 
If I said that everybody in this club got ID'd and they're all 21 or older and we checked at the door and somebody brought a fake ID and it was legit as fuck. I couldn't tell and you could get it past five or six people. They also couldn't tell. It looked perfect. You look 21 and I let you in. And then you have sex with somebody. It's not the bar's fault that that dude didn't fucking figure out you're a kid. But it is very fucked up because you just misled everybody. So I don't think, like, if it's the internet, you have any grounds. I would say that dude's still catching a charge for fucking a kid, though. Like, that's what's really fucking weird. Like, there's no there's no real way to prove that shit. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Fucking, like... Birth certificate, on the, on the, but I'm, no, I'm yeah. saying on the internet. On the, <laughs> There's no, nothing you can do in on person, the internet. Yeah, just yeah. don't put your dick in anybody you haven't known for a year. That'll save you a lot of fucking trouble. Like, wait till you've known them for one whole year and you've met a lot of people in their family. Go to one of their birthdays. Go to their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't like, do just, nothing till you go to the family's birthday. When's your birthday party? Oh, okay. On the 18th, I'll be there. I didn't say you could come. Okay, well, I'll be outside. I just want to see these candles, bitch. Like, ask everybody. Be like, uh, what's the banner in there say? 16? Oh, shit, I knew it. Fucking lying son of a bitch. But why would people... Okay. If you were a 15-year-old girl... Okay. <laughs> I got to get into character. Yeah, so, right. okay, what's the scenario? If you're a 15-year-old girl and Chris D'Elia wants to actually have sexual intercourse with you and you know you're 15 and you know he's fucking, what, 35? I don't know. He's not young. And you know what happens. Like, I know it's not your job as a 15-year-old. But I feel like your average person's not going to continue to pursue that anyway. Like, I don't think there's a bunch of 15-year-olds actively seeking out grown-ass men. I guess I do it depends think, how you're raised, too, I guess. Maybe, but there's a lot of grown-ass men I actively seeking out 15-year-olds. As a 15-year-old girl, I couldn't. As a 15-year-old girl, you couldn't <laughs> fuck me? Nah. Good. Thank you. I'm glad. 18, maybe. But... <laughs> no, but, like, for real, if you were – if. It's a double standard, too, because if a dude is, like, 15 and he fucks like a... He gets praised. Yeah. But he's still, like, it's still... He shouldn't... It's not good for anybody involved. It's not healthy. But I'm saying, like, if you're... I guess what I'm saying is I've never met a person under 18 that I think is really maliciously actively seeking out older men. But I know there's a lot of older men that are maliciously seeking out younger women. That Like, I don't think there's something... I know Jared it's Crystalia. Jared and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's something attractive about Crystalia that's got a bunch of fucking teenagers coming after him. I think he probably gets messages from random people and, like, they're just surprised it went through and they might talk to him back and forth. But I don't think they're – I guess what I'm saying here is there's probably not only, first off, a minor can't fucking legally consent to anything, but there's probably not fucking many kids chasing fucking grownups. Like, that doesn't – compute to me like when you were when you were fucking 15 were you trying to fuck the teacher i was working i wanted money like <laughs> <laughs> i wanted money so i could buy the teacher yeah. a fucking car so i could fuck her exactly dude okay let's say hypothetically you did fuck the teacher all your friends would think you were cool right yeah okay let's say you told them all that but and you they didn't were do like, it no no no, oh, no okay you tell them all you fuck the teacher and they're all grossed out what do you think that's from like if your teacher's good looking do you think Jealousy, it's probably because maybe if you're homeschooled, it's a problem? That is a huge problem. That's a whole other set of... <laughs> There's a movie that they do that shit in, too. Oh, no. Movie 43. I was just saying some random shit that I say while I'm tattooing a lot. But we got to go, dude. It's almost midnight. I don't... I think we've said enough random shit. We're going to get ourselves in trouble. Uh, I do not think that Chris D'Elia should message people that are underage. I think... 
Bill Cosby's a piece of shit. Uh, I think Trump and Biden are equally bad. Uh, I think this country's in trouble. I think we shouldn't have printed $6 trillion. Uh, I think uh, I didn't actually want Cody to advise me on how to get a blowjob or handjob. Blowjob. Blowjob at the movies, but I probably was actually trying to get a blowjob after the movies because usually that's what I'm doing. Um, anything to add to that? Tooth Jewelry by Cody. Tooth Jewelry on by Cody Facebook on Instagram. And Instagram. And use Instagram because it's better than Facebook, even though it's the same people. Uh, go to the 32 tattoo page. You can see a link there. Is it still? Did I permanently post it or just a thing? I, I think it was on your story. Okay, but... I can put another one up. Um, also, get your fucking tooth gymmed out, dog. Like, that shit's dope. Brandy wants to do, like, a disco ball. I'm glad she didn't. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Her yeah. lip is too sensitive. Yeah. They would have, like, ate through. Yeah, it would fucking tear up. And that's not on everybody, too. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I'll have to see once you've done it for a couple of years. But I would guess one out of 500 people have minor irritations like that. Like, I don't think it's going to be common. Nah. It's like, I, very uncommon. Like, her looks, it looks like a canker sore in hers, too. Yeah. It really rubs. Well, so. she eats a lot of salt. I don't know if that. <laughs> uh, I told her I was like, you can't eat like a lot of chips. She's like, that's like all I eat is chips. I'm chips like, and queso. Uh, yeah, she's been eating a lot of chips and queso. Yeah, so I mean, it might fall off pretty soon though if that's Here, how she eats. So, as a, a technician of installing jewelry on people's teeth, is it acceptable if I ask her to suck my dick if we use the popcorn trick with the tooth gem? Like, is that going to get in the way? Popcorn trick. It, it's Where you, different you, for everybody. You cut a hole in the ball, and you're supposed to. It's supposed to be for a hand job. But I feel like if she really likes popcorn, and I get a big enough bucket, and I cut a hole in the bottom of the bucket, and then I cut out like a, a track on the side for her neck, then she could just get all up in the bucket. Wait I, four hours after the tooth gym is installed, and you'll you should be okay. Okay, thank you, Doctor Cody. No problem. On that note, we're out of here. <laughs>